0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are on.
1: Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the
2: history of professional wrestling. Uh, this is...
1: Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an apple as it sounds like. Troy is here.
2: Hey, I call him like I see something, alright?
3: And
2: Taz is I mean, Sal is here.
3: <laughs> Look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick. You work my arm, I'll work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my own dick. And you're working it, and I'm loving it.
2: Up, and it's time for the rundown welcome ladies and gentlemen it is the rundown wrestling podcast unintentionally offensive podcast today i'm here your host troy with me as always in this journey jason is here It's
1: a pleasure to be here on another Thursday night chatting with you, Hot Sauce, and uh, let's roll.
2: But joining us this week, we have two special guests. The first one, Ginger is here.
0: Hey, what's up, cheese bags? How's it going?
1: I feel like that's the least offensive thing you've called the listener so far.
0: Uh, I'm feeling generous this week. Okay.
2: And the last leg in our dude chair, Sal is here.
0: It's Taz. What? What's
3: up, rundown? You ready for an experience?
2: Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we
1: have.
3: I, uh, so, if anybody was
1: watching the pre-show, the last—that's the last phrase you should have used, Sal. I'm just saying.
3: I wasn't here on time. <laughs> Shocking, I was late.
2: I was more referring right. to what you said when you got here, but okay. All right. We have a lot of shit to get through. Uh, it was the superstar shakeup in WWE, which we're going to be extensively talking about. And we've got a couple other things from ROH and other topics. But first, oh, John, uh, John Venrick showed up too, so we got another. Hey, John. Yeah. So we have some beautiful women to talk about. Well, should we, That's right. Should, should oh, I'm sorry. But before we do
1: that, should I intro the, uh, the gimmick there? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, for those of you following us on YouTube or on the YouTube site, thanks to rundownwrestling.com, which we encourage you to watch from there because it helps us out. Uh, if you go to that screen, you'll see a little chat window on your right-hand side through the YouTube page and not through the rundown page. Click on that. Throw your name in. Take your pants off, tell us what you thought about the Superstar Shake-Up. We call it the Smathers Lounge. You can call it whatever playground you want to. Your pants are off, you get to name it. But uh, let us know what you think, and we will read it on the show. Big shout-outs to uh, the man himself, Mike Smathers in the house, as well as Jean, John Venrick. Not John, but John Venrick. Nice to have you guys in the place. Thanks. All right. All
2: right. Like I said, I was saying we had a a huge week, a record-breaking week in the hottest female talent tournament. Because this week we had just four matchups, and we had a grand total of four thousand one hundred and forty-eight votes cast this week.
1: God damn! Thank you all,
2: seriously. Thank you, thank you Talk so much. Yeah, we had more votes cast in these. Four matchups than the entirety of our first round tournament. The entirety of the first round. So, let's get right into it because, yeah, we got some winners to crown and some losers to jerk off to. So, we started things Uh, off last The the
1: winners here will be the first ones to move on to the Erotic Eight, just so we know. That is correct, yep.
2: Uh, Four of these women heading on to the Erotic Eight. Four of these women definitely going to have a a charity wank to... <laughs> a, a a farewell jerk off to. Um, so get your dicks out because our first matchup was Carmella versus Zelina Vega. And this was the highest voted total matchup of the week as well. This was not a, yes, this was the highest total votes of the week, also the highest total votes ever in our tournament history with a whopping 1,189 votes cast between these two ladies. But before we reveal who won, let's go ahead and pick who we would have decided would go on. And me, it's Zelina Vega. Jason?
1: Uh, I'm going to agree with Hot Sauce. It's Zelina Vega on that one. It's
2: not a thing. You're not going to be able to make it a thing. Sal?
3: It is Zelina Vega for me. All right. And Ginger?
0: Zelina Vega.
2: This was our closest matchup of the Ooh. week. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. 633 votes to 556. With 53% of the votes moving on to the erotic eight, Zelina Vega. Wow. Yes. So, that took us to Friday's total. Uh, Tony Storm versus Zaya Brookside. And this one had a grand total of 1,065 votes cast in it. And for me, Zaya Brookside would get the vote. Oh. Sal.
3: Look, Zaya's a very beautiful girl, but it's Tony Storm all the way.
0: Ginger. Uh, I went for the thicker booty on this one, so I went Zaya. Ooh,
3: In well, my opinion. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait It could have been, been the pictures. It could have been the pictures. But know. either way, I went with Zaya.
1: Jason? This was one of the toughest matchups for me. Mm-hmm. I, they both have qualities over the other one that, that I would have voted for. Overall, full package, everything. Dicks on the table. I went with uh, Tony Storm on that one. There okay. it
3: is. All right. <laughs> oh, my with keeps freezing. Sorry, sorry. Seven seven
2: hundred and fifty six votes to three oh nine. Seventy one percent of the votes. Wow. Tony Storm moves on.
0: Dominant. I mean, there's, there's not a loser here. <laughs> so
2: it, it made me. It, it made me a little sad though. I, I definitely there was there was some liquid coming on my dick at the very least.
3: You said 760 for Tony Storm? 756, yep. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ.
1: So so voting for her, clicking that button, is called
2: the Storm Zero, right? <laughs> Everything's a Storm
1: Zero. <laughs> right.
3: Everything's a
2: Storm Zero. <laughs> Tony, Stor- Tony Storm wakes up in the morning, and she hits the Storm Zero on her alarm clock to shut it off, and she goes downstairs... <laughs> And hits a Storm Zero on her blender to make her morning shake.
1: I'm pretty sure she um, hits a Storm Blender on, Storm Zero on her clit before she gets
2: out of bed. Yeah. That's, poss- that's possible, too. Hits the video. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> so that took us to Saturday's matchup, where Alexa Bliss took on Killer Kelly.
1: Wah-wah. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, Hold on. Whoa, whoa. Hold, on whoa, whoa. Hold on one second before we proceed. Alexa Bliss takes on Killer Kelly, and did you just say the previous matchup was the most lopsided margin of victory? No. Oh, okay, I thought that's what you said. Okay, never mind.
2: No, All right. No, not at all.
1: Okay, I thought that's what you no. said.
2: No, our first matchup was the, was the closest. Our second matchup was just a matchup. Okay. This matchup was the most lopsided.
1: Oh, uh, okay. As ah, <laughs> so I would is. have expected.
2: Now, I, I know we don't have to go through the roundtable of who we voted for. We all voted for Alexa Bliss. So... <laughs> we have we have a brand new top vote getter. Mm.
1: Yeah. I'm guessing it's not killer kelly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: 123 votes. Oh no. To 863. Wow.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> killer <laughs> Kelly's moving on.
2: <laughs> Alexa Bliss moves on and is our new champion of the votes.
0: Hey, Killer
3: Kelly got triple digits against Alexa Bliss. Good on her.
1: <laughs> Can I just? Say, I, I do is- have to say, like we and we've mentioned this before. This, these were not seeded; they were totally at random draws. But man, you got to feel like hot, just amazingly hot women like Carmella. I I assume whoever whomever wins the next matchup we're going <laughs> to talk about should be in the erotic eight. But one of them won't be, and Killer Kelly made it to this point. It's just—it's a travesty the way that shook out. But dude, Lana was eliminated in the first round. I know, dude. Yeah.
3: Talk about randomness. I mean, yeah, I know.
1: Just the way it fell. No, yeah, I know. Look at the women who were eliminated before Killer Kelly. That's all I'm
2: saying. Well, I mean, Killer Kelly beat uh, Ruby Riot in the second round. Yeah, not a surprise. And Bianca Belair in the first round, either, really. not a surprise. Yeah. So, oh, I'm well, yeah, sorry. Who did she,
1: she beat in the first round? Bianca Belair. That's not possible. Nope. Because uh, she is
0: so you, on. Don't do it, you jerk. The we
1: feed. have another.
2: Yeah. So uh, that took Chad. us to our last last matchup of of uh, this week, as Becky Lynch took on Mandy Rose.
3: Uh oh.
2: And this one was almost as close as Vega and Carmelo. So, full disclosure, I have no idea
1: what the vote totals are. Troy's the only one that knows those going into this. By virtue of being signed into the website app on my iPad, I get notifications when a vote is cast. Uh Uh-oh. Obviously, I don't keep track of those votes. But judging by the notifications and who was getting votes, I have a pretty strong idea of which way this one went, and I'm not going to have the reaction that Troy thinks he's going to get out of me. I'm not going to do it.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 900- said he's not going to have the reaction. Go ahead, sorry.
1: Troy's not going to mute me this week because he does not want to edit this bitch.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> 908 votes cast in this one. By a vote of five hundred and three to four hundred and five, Mandy Rose is eliminated.
3: Wow. Becky Lynch moves on. fifty-five yeah, percent. Right, oh, see, see, he said he wasn't gonna have that reaction.
0: <laughs> well, at least he's not screaming, yelling. See, it though, that's such a close, like beauty between both of them. And it's sad that one of them had to go, but... I mean, I I don't think Mandy should have been gone on this one, in my uh, opinion. Well, uh, see, Becky's done the,
3: modeling way before she was even a wrestler, so... See, here's the problem with this, is that...
1: and I guess it's not a problem. Everyone's free to sort of vote based on whatever they want. Uh, yeah. But the reality is, I think most people are voting based on Becky's current popularity. Popularity, Just yep. looking at who is physically hotter. Uh...
3: But. maybe most people for me I, I pick Becky, but Well fuck you, you're
2: wrong. So let's move on. That's right. <laughs> you you gotta remember, I mean, it's it's nine hundred votes. You know, like this it, it wasn't like it was a couple of people got on there and, and threw their votes one way to try to upset Jason or over that. This was yeah, I mean this obviously we we, we try to set it up as whoever is hotter, but it's going to be a popularity contest. Now Killer Kelly making it w- this far was kind of a surprise because she is a lesser-known person. Um, so people were definitely, I think, choosing based on the pictures. Uh, the matchups helped, too.
1: I feel like short of Alexa, had Mandy faced anybody else this week, she would be moving on. So,
2: Well... So Carmella got more votes than both Mandy Rose and Becky Lynch this week.
1: Yeah, but that was, again, we talked about that. That was the first matchup. That matchup got about 400 more votes than the last matchup, which was Mandy and Becky. So the extra extra three days of voting contributed to that.
2: So our top five vote-getters, all from this, this week, Alexa Bliss, 863, Tony Storm, 756, Zelina Vega, 633, Carmella eliminated, 556, Becky Lynch, 503. So, so I, from is... what I
1: get from that is that Carmela should just take be- to be- take Becky Lynch's spot.
2: I don't think it works that way. <laughs>
1: oh well, we could randomly decide we're gonna kick Kavita Devi out and fucking replace her in the first round. That's she had
3: no pitchers.
2: It didn't matter either way, man. Charlotte still won. Kavita wasn't gonna take that win. Uh, Anyways. So you can go right now to runonwrestling.com and vote for this week's matchup, the first matchup this week, Tenara Kanchi versus Paige. So head on over there right now, you guys listening on YouTube, head on over there as well, Make your cast your votes. Uh, and then come back again tomorrow night for Liv Morgan versus Natalia. and as... As long as Liv Morgan wins that one, we will have more matchups after that. Because otherwise, I will shut this thing down. <laughs> uh, because, oh, wait, wait a second! We're fine with
1: Mandy being eliminated, but we can't have Liv Morgan eliminated. Seriously. Well, Troy we, runs no, 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 the ship no, no, here. So. No,
2: no, 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 no. No,
1: no. <laughs> no Troy, the Troy it,
2: co-runs the
1: ship here. Oh, sorry, okay?
3: sorry.
2: If, if Liv Morgan got eliminated against tenara Kanji, I'll be fine with that. That's a hot chick going on. Natalia is not a hot chick. Natalia. Oh, you? Does not deserve to be in this. Anyways, that takes us over to Saturday, where we will have... Me, okay, a really
1: so key. hypothetically, just just for the sake of argument, amongst our four hosts, and actually I should, shouldn't say four, because Troy, I already know which way you're going. With. Sal, Natalia, or Killer Kelly?
3: I don't like Natalia's face, dude. At all. Have you
0: seen Killer Kelly's face? It's better than Natalia's. Okay,
1: Ginger killer kelly or natalia
0: toughy 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 um i'd probably go natalia she's got like a little cuter face
1: slightly i would also go natalia so there you go now you got split right down the middle so this is the point just because you don't understand why someone would vote for her
2: doesn't mean there's not a reason i noticed that you didn't ask everyone if they would pick Liv morgan or natalia
1: <laughs> well, that's damn <laughs> obvious. Everybody in this thing has expressed their love for Liv Morgan. There's no fucking that's surprise here.
2: That's, that's all I'm saying. There's there's no reason why she shouldn't curb Stout you know, Natalia's point, ass out your here. Your
1: point was Natalia doesn't deserve to be here, and she got here because she beat other people. In the same way, I can say Becky shit doesn't deserve to beat Mandy Rose, but people preferred it that way, so fuck it.
2: That's the way it went. Come back Saturday to the Rundown Wrestling or to RundownWrestling.com and see Billy K versus Kyrie Sane. Hi,
1: Kyrie.
2: And then our last matchup of the sweet Sassy molasses 16, Nikki Cross. 16. Sorry. Some sexy 16, Nikki Cross versus Peyton Royce. Uh. So... <laughs> Join us next week and we will see who will join Zelina Vega, Tony Storm, Alexa Bliss, and Becky Lynch in, in the and Liv Morgan eighties. and Peyton Royce.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Peyton Royce, <laughs> you're kind of better off that Mandy didn't move on, because that was gonna be her next matchup. I
1: would have been fine with that. Although I am interested to see Peyton Royce and Becky Lynch how that voting goes.
3: And we will, maybe. So uh... No, we no, we probably will. <laughs>
1: And, and Natalia versus Ten Araconti is going to be an interesting one, too.
2: So, in our easiest segue of the night, we go from talking about Perfect Tens to...
0: The Perfect Ten! A ten! A ten! A fucking ten!
2: And we had... So I'm going to do this a little bit differently. I'm going to fuck up Jason's shit. Uh, because... <laughs> Because as soon as we talk about the Superstars to Shake Up, we're going to want to keep talking about it. So we're going to start by talking about New Japan and the G1 Supercard. Now, uh-huh. New Japan and ROH held a joint pay-per-view, uh, the G1 Supercard, which had matches from each side of the organizations. And anybody watching could definitely tell there was a very different level of of um a very new japan put on a better show and roh was kind of the fucking anchor around their their leg dragging the rest of the show down so it came out that some people in new japan were a little unhappy with the ring of honor portion of the G1 supercard now if you guys are Go ahead.
1: so looking down the card I assume we're probably like I don't imagine there were any issues with Will Osprey and Jeff Cobb because that was a fantastic yeah. match and of course it is half of a New Japan representation um, I guess theoretically all New Japan now that Jeff Cobb won the match and is the never open way champion but um, the matches we're talking about specifically I'm assuming would be the Ring of Honor ones Killer Kelly versus Mie Iwatani mm-hmm. um
3: what was I thought oh, it was Kelly yeah, Klein. Yeah, Kelly. You said Kelly. Oh, I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> Kelly Klein. Yeah, same thing. Um, <laughs> no, um, what was uh, the other one. I was thinking the um, Dalton Castle versus Roosh, which was literally a squash. It was two drop kicks and a pin, uh, and then Dalton Castle beat up the boys. Um, and then the latter match, I think that was the only, Those were the only direct. no the briscoes tag match right yeah but that was gorillas of destiny oh that's right so there was new japan representation in that match although again new japan sitting there looking at that match and they're looking at pco at this point like that's doing the fucking bogus electric chair presentation on his intro it's just the presentation's very hokey for a new japan crowd
3: well, oh, it was, it was not the the pre match that got the New Japan office upset. Yeah.
2: No, it, it was it was also um, Enzo and Kaz XL showing yeah, up as well.
3: the <sighs> match is what I think more yeah. people had issue with.
2: Because
1: the the, oh, yeah, the let's thing, not forget the beautiful people.
2: Yes, the beautiful people also the stomping, the of the, yeah, the, stomping the shit out of the yeah stomping the shit out of the new or yeah the new yeah. our women of honor champion. Mm-hmm. So. This is the thing, is New Japan, when they put on events, they prefer it that the news be how awesome the event was or the news be a title change or something like that. What they don't want is the news to be, hey, Enzo and Cash showed up at the end of G1 Classic and had to be the only (laughs) thing anyone talks about. And and for the record, (sighs) the IWGP Championship changed hands at this show,
1: and it was almost an afterthought
2: right oh. and and that's the biggest issue is that that they were having was the 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 rhetoric afterwards was not the way they wanted it to be and the match quality wasn't where it wanted it to be on on about half of the matches that ROH put on
4: hmm.
2: so you're talking about you're you're putting eyes on ROH that aren't always on there because you've got the new Japan fans in there and you got the ROH fans who have maybe haven't watched new Japan who are were seeing for the first time. Those ROH fans got to see great fucking matches. And the new Japan fans got to watch three women who can't wrestle, beat the crap out of someone who barely wrestled her way through a match.
1: So, <laughs> all right. So first off, full disclosure, and I don't say this as a bragging thing, but because my opinions might be different and based on, uh, I have friends that work in ring of honor. Um, You know, some people who are even higher up on the card. Um, But (laughs) it's hard to look at sort of where Ring of Honor was this time last year versus where they are now. This time last year, they had at the same WrestleMania weekend event, I believe, They had built that whole Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega thing to a giant climax, and they had that match there and a a card that was stacked with great in-ring performances. Uh, And then you look at this. And I think it's not necessarily fair to go super hard at Ring of Honor for what they're dealing with now because Kenny and the Bucks and Cody and Hangman... All those guys leaving was just a complete monkey wrench, a complete gut punch to that company. Um, I don't think they were. They, they're they in full rebuild mode. And we had Brawler Malone, Brian Malonis on the show not long ago doing a preview for us, and even he said it's, it's going to create opportunities. It's going to open up new chances. And they're trying new things. Not every new thing that they try is going to be a fucking home run. Um, they made, certainly made some mistakes. And I think the outrage over Enzo and Cass and the fact that they haven't used them at their TV tapings, haven't made any reference to bringing them back since sort of indicates that it wasn't necessarily a hit with the backstage crew either. Um, I do think you can make something out of the allure group. I think there is something there. Still, I mean, Angelina Love was never a bad wrestler. Velvet's not the best wrestler in the world. Uh, by the way, Bully Ray supposedly has gained a lot of power through this, and if you think that means Velvet Sky is getting less time, you're fucking nuts. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I'm, I'm a fan of Mandy Leon not having anything to do with her in-ring performances, but, um, you know, you got to try new things sometimes. you got to mix things up. It's not necessarily always going to be the same Ring of Honor product. And for a lot of these Ring of Honor fans who are complaining about it, They'd be just as happy watching Hot Sauce Tracy Williams take on Zack Sabre Jr. in a 60-minute Iron Man match. Troy, how would you like that? (laughs) That's great audio, my man. No. All right. So that's my point. Again, as we talked about with the tournament we were doing earlier, it's sort of to each their own. There are different people that prefer, but for the Ring of Honor crowd, they're used to getting something very specific in their product, and now they're getting something different, and it's going to be an adjustment. That's all.
3: It's not something that Ring of Honor hasn't dealt with before. We've seen mass exoduses from the company many times when Everybody got signed up by NXT at one point. Uh, I think at one point you had Kevin Owens. um, Well, no, not even Kevin Owens. Owens totally out of the company. We'll we'll go forward a little bit. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, you know, Roderick Strong. They all left at once. And. The other thing too is look, I at sorry. that time
1: at that time they left they had ready-made guys on brand like Jay Lethal, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega and the young bucks to slide in and take those spots. Yes.
3: Now that being said, New Japan kind of has no one but themselves to blame because if it's somebody else against Okada in that main event, then everybody's talking about that match and I'm sorry, but the minute Jay White got that title we knew he was just a placeholder for Okada.
1: <laughs> See, I think that I think changing that title was a mistake, personally. But that's another discussion. Um, who else? Who else is going to be a challenger for Okada? I Ibushi, mean, dude, huh? Ibushi. They just put the intercontinental title on him,
3: dude. No, I know because that's the direction they decided to go in. But you could you could have built that. But who's you know?
1: right? And and that may be very well where they end up going. For next Wrestle Kingdom, that wouldn't shock me at all. But the point is, for the next year, you'd have, you'd have, for my money, you'd have been a lot better off building Jay White because basically, by taking that title off of Jay White this quickly, you made him a non-factor going forward. Exactly. He's, he was a fluke. So, if you hold off on making that title change and build Jay White up, he's never going to be Kenny Omega, but he is getting better. He's, his performances have been better.
3: Oh, I agree um, with
1: that. And if you continue to build him up, and then you can make that match with Okada something really fucking special down the road, I think you're going to be in a lot better shape. So I, I wasn't a fan of that, as it was.
3: Yeah, uh, but outside of the Enzo and casting, thing, I really didn't have that much of a problem with ROH. Mandy Leon's gimmick kind of fits right in to where you know okay, and Angelina it, Love and Velvet Sky were 10 years ago.
1: And that was a direct uh, replacement. Mandy Leone took the spot of Madison Rain when she left right. the company. The plan was originally to reunite the three beautiful people together.
3: And I I, I, mean, I might be a little bit biased, but I enjoyed the latter match with Lethal and Squirrel okay. and Taman. So to me, I enjoyed the card, but I can understand New Japan. Look, everybody was talking about Enzo and Cass, and they're not going to get the most positive reactions when you pull something like that.
2: Well, the other thing, too, is, you know, um, we, we've we talked about it on the show in the past, too, that Ring of Honor's just general disinterest in making the women of honor a, a actual good division hurts as well. Because women over in Japan are taken very seriously. And when your champion is a an, an OK worker, when there are plenty of really good, talented people who are not signed to WWE, and then you proceed to have the beautiful people who have are are the old the divas of old like the 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 like more just the pretty faces can't really do much in ring that becomes an issue and it, it's a continued they yet again had somebody that they put the belt on that had it for a little bit of a time and then they took it right back off of her and put it on someone else and they're not building anybody up they're not they're not having anyone be dominant and they haven't even bother to turn around and sign any of the available women right now that would be a big boost to their roster. You know? They had they had Tenille in there, they did nothing with her. You know, and yeah, I know she's gone now, but you did nothing with her, you know, even when she was back from injury. So you gotta look at it that way too, is that New Japan's gonna sit there and be like, you have an entire division and you are, well, you got nothing. You I mean
1: know, I'm not sure New Japan gives a shit about
2: the women's division, to
1: be completely honest, given that they don't really have one, they don't um, have one. No.
2: But <laughs> well, that that's more because of the fact that you know stardom and things like that
3: are yeah, a huge deal for the so. I guess. Yeah. the
2: the bigger concern for me
1: of Ring of Honor is not necessarily the fans being critical because the fans will come back. If I'm Ring of Honor, the thing that concerns me is the fact that New Japan is disappointed. Because right now, the biggest thing Ring of Honor has going for them is that partnership with New Japan. And there's this shiny new toy over there that has Mm -hmm. all of the guys New Japan likes oh so much ready-made and ready-to-go if and when New Japan decides to end their partnership with Ring of Honor and look for another partner within the United States. Mm -hmm. And we've talked at length about ways that AEW could be a contender to challenge stateside for the mantle. They they could make moves towards WWE. Mm -hmm. A partnership with New Japan and bringing in some of that talent as well would go a long, long fucking way.
2: Well, and, you know, again, you look at... None of the matches that Ring of Honor put on this card were were built to at all. Well, the latter match were announced. The latter the latter match is the only one that had any kind I, of storyline Kelly was
1: too. It. I mean, they, they they the previous event they had they wrestled each other, so I mean they, they, they did a little the, story to that.
2: Yet yeah, so. the previous event though, you have a weekly TV
1: show. Use Their it. Their TV show has never been used that way, and I agree and the, with you. It should be, but it's yeah, not. It should it never be. Has yeah. Been. They have to but, and, they have to be able to get Zack Saber Jr. on there every week.
3: Yeah.
2: Huh. and not even mention the the matches. So anybody who's watching the TV program is just like all right well, well what are the matches?
3: Like No, but they've always been able to survive in the past just on their their pay-per-view. Well, yeah, but time,
2: but but times they are changing, sir. Yeah, and you sure have you have to adapt and they the the first thing you need to do is actually build storylines through TV and go out and sign some women that actually can wrestle.
1: Yeah, and to your point, Sal, they've been able to skate by for a long time on being the biggest indie company in the country, but that's about to fucking change.
3: That's true. But let me ask you this real quick. Um, You don't think that relationship with New Japan and Cody and Kenny is kind of soured since they spurned them and left all, you know, cut all their ties Are they
1: thrilled about it? Probably not, but do you think they would love to have Kenny Omega back?
3: Yeah, I, it, well, okay. it might be something down the road. I don't think initially, but we'll see.
2: I think that's a, a lot is made about that. They didn't quit. They just didn't resign.
1: Right.
2: So that it, it was on the no, companies they had, that they loved. They had wanted
1: to work out an arrangement. Yeah. New Japan yeah. chose to maintain their arrangement with Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor right. does not want an arrangement with AEW for right. part of the reason we talked about earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, New Japan was put in a position of picking Ring of Honor or picking All Elite. Yeah, which
2: they chose at that
1: to maintain Ring of Honor,
2: that which at that changed. point, which at that point was because All Elite was still just kind of an idea, and there, you, we hadn't really seen that they were going to have concrete plans. Well, now they got concrete plans, so now things can change. But yeah, right at the time, we were just, you're like, well, we need to go with the more stability, and that is Ring of Honor because. We don't know what's going to happen to your your thing. This could all fall apart in a second, you know. So so there was that aspect of it as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you got to remember that it's it's on the companies as well. You, you got to put a little blame on the companies for how things were booked because these guys said we're leaving, we're not resigning, and they're like, here's some titles. Maybe you'll resign with us, and they're just like, no, we're not, we're not, we're not going to do it, dude. And then they built an entire ring. of of built an entire show around the guys who were leaving in two days. And they were then the entire time. They're like, hey, we're leaving." We told you this. We're, to be we're, fair, New line. Japan, New Japan had Wrestle Kingdom built around those same guys. I yeah, was exactly. just going to say that yeah.
3: they did the same thing with. Oh, Kenny. Yeah,
2: they, they both did the same thing, and and that needs to be put on the promotions themselves because yeah, you I could mean, have.
3: If
1: those guys are only going to be there for X amount of days, let's get as much fucking pub and press out of them as we possibly can. You know, WWE is not. I mean, we're we're sitting here being super critical of that, but WWE sort of did the same thing with Ambrose. How many final farewells did we see? Uh, Oh, by the way, yeah, there's another one coming up. So, hey, it's called
3: ROI, return on investment.
2: All right, so. uh, Bye guys hey did you have something to say you you hadn't been jumping in at all so i figured no just
0: that's care. fine um just all, all the bullshit that happened with enzo and cast that's all you heard about and i don't blame njpw for being fucking pissed you know what i mean it's <clears throat> they tried to work it as a shoot it obviously fucking wasn't because you didn't have security jumping on them as they're punching bully ray in the back of the head and stuff after seeing the video, I was just like, that's a work. And we're just like, oh, no, it's not. It's like, yes, dude, you're dumb if you think that's real if they let, didn't have security on their asses immediately. Yeah. But that's all. I mean, it's sad that that's what the only part that I know about it. But, you know, to you, your guys' point, that's why NJPW is not happy.
2: Right. Yeah. By the way, uh, just a little segue before we go to the next one. Ric Flair claims that... Uh, when when he, um, leaped the bar left the barricade at WrestleMania, to go and grab the the uh, sledgehammer that Shawn Michaels almost leaped out of his chair and superkicked him because he thought it was a fan attacking just like that had happened to Bret Hart. <laughs> so, <Christ. laughs> yeah, again, it's from Ric Flair, so take it as you will, but. <laughs> said, I have a nobody... hard
1: time envisioning that Ric Flair jumped the barricade.
0: <laughs> you know? he crawled slowly yeah. over the guardrail.
2: Yeah. Ric Flair was would probably look like one of those like sticky hands he used to flip on the window when it like
0: slowly <laughs> rolled off. <laughs> All
2: right. So that brings us to a little NXT news. Now, we sort of hit on this yesterday at NXT You Visited, but really didn't dig deep into it. Um, For those people who don't know him, Dominic Dijakovic, Dijakovic, sorry, Dijakovic, Dijakovic, uh, Dijakovic, sorry, uh, is a wrestler um, from your guys' neck of the woods. And, uh, well, you know. That's what he's built from, even though he's not. So he has been sort of transitioning into a different character, and that character took a little bit of a an odd step uh, with his Twitter sort of game, because uh, uh posted taking Donald Trump, Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau saying. This continent has everything backwards. This is a diseased environment that breeds impurity. The streets are almost as filthy as the inhabitants. I would know. I have lived the majority of my life here. I owe it to myself and my family to purify this wasteland. He then deleted that tweet and deleted his Twitter. (laughs) So that's a very, very slippery slope there. Um, when you once you start talking about purifying the nation and purifying things like that, yeah, not, not a great look for a big white dude. Um, <laughs> not a
1: great look for a publicly traded company.
2: Exactly, yeah, which of course is why it, it was up there for all of 30 minutes before somebody said, uh take that down, sir. <laughs> it,
1: was still a, better it, was,
2: it was still up there yourself.
1: longer than Lana's Snapchat, <laughs> just saying.
2: So, we had sort of seen an, an Aspect of it on NXT, and it and on the NXT episode yesterday, it definitely seemed like there was maybe a line or two cut out of the promo that he did. Uh, but his promo was, of course, that you know he is he is Croatian, right? Uh,
0: Croatian? No, it's um maybe it is Croatian. I don't remember. I think he's part Yugoslavian, isn't he? No, no.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, but he, he might be, but they don't call him that. The character, that
0: character, I think, is
3: Croatian, right?
2: Yeah, something like that. So, you know, he he did a promo where he talked about his family sacrificing things so he could come over here and stuff like that, and then he was pretty much like, I want that North American Championship, feast your eyes. So, it <laughs> <laughs> clearly seemed like there was maybe something else in between there. Now, uh, the next time we see him, we will have another promo, so we will see how that one goes because that one, he definitely dropped on the live audience that he is here to purify North America. So... <sighs>
3: Okay. Um, Be- yeah. Before we get to the two people who have actually worked with him, can I, as a fan, just ask you guys, if he's cutting promos for yeah, no, TV... No, he's a
1: total racist. That's who- oh, that's you're <laughs> <asking.
3: No. laughs> oh, okay. If he's cutting the promos like that for TV and they're filming it and they're allowing it, I'm assuming that is the direction they wanted him to go with the character. Now, I heard some other places, that nobody tweets anything when you're under contract in the WWE without someone else knowing about it. Unless you're Lana, no. So I don't think he went rogue. I think this was an angle that got you know taken the wrong way. It was on their TV. No, but that's he fucking did it on the the TV tapings. But but everybody was like, oh, he tweeted that out, which was a mistake. I I don't think he did that on his own. I think they told him to do that. No, they absolutely did it. Well, so... Sometimes people will treat, tweet
1: things out in character. Becky Lynch is a great right. example of that. Um, he was tweeting in the character they gave him. Do I think they necessarily like gave him a script from which to tweet? No. Um, I think he probably, hmm. hey, this is your character,
2: and then he took yeah. it and, and ran with it. No, they, they give him guidelines. They tell you this is, this is what your character is and, and work with it. And he took it maybe a little bit farther than they anticipated, which is why it got deleted.
3: Or maybe his wording was just off. Like, maybe he didn't realize how that sounded when you read it and like... The thing about
1: Dijak, and Ginger can attest to this, he's an incredibly intelligent dude. Yeah. Right. Um. Very well-read, very knowledgeable, very smart guy. He knew what he was doing. I mean, he knew what the, what the gimmick was. There's no surprises here. His employer said this is your gimmick. And the thing with Dijak, and it's been that way since day one, since the first time I worked with him, whatever gimmick you give him, he's going to give it to you 110% of what he can do.
0: Absolutely, fucking
1: 100%. And that's what happened. <clears throat> that's what he did. They gave him a gimmick, and he said, I'm going to fucking run with this gimmick. <laughs> he probably said, are you fucking serious? This is what you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> But, all right, if that's what you want me to do, I'm going to fucking do it. Um, Again, the juxtaposition of having him feud with Keith Lee, squash a black guy this week, and then call out the Velveteen (laughs) Dream. And then call
3: out the Velveteen Dream.
1: (laughs) Maybe not the best way to book this, but, uh, no, this is not who this guy is off-camera, at least as far as I know. I mean, you never really 100% know people, I guess. Um, But you work with them often enough, you get a pretty good feel for who they are. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, and again, we people like us know that it's you know, that this is character work. Yeah. People like us know that this is the character of Dominic Dijakovic saying this stuff. Right. It's the other people who just randomly come across it that go, "This guy's a fucking racist." You know, that's the issue, and that's the ones that you can't you can't do anything with. You can't win with that kind of stuff. So,
1: it's a fucking outrage culture. It's just yeah, like, yep. you know, I mean. It's funny, and it's funny because wrestling is held to a standard; other things are not held to.
0: Yes. And I
1: say that because, like, I'll go on my social media and I'll post a link to a wrestling show I'm working on coming up, and I'll get else to say, "Well, you know, that's all fake, right?" And it's sort of like <laughs> I can go <laughs> in two weeks. I'm gonna sit down with my son, <clears> and <throat> I'm gonna watch Avengers Endgame. Yep. And you know what I'm not gonna do. I'm not going to like... go. You know, <laughs> half the world's population didn't really get wiped out. You know, it's a form of entertainment, but it's a form of entertainment for which we hold to a standard that we don't hold any other form of entertainment to, which I always thought was was sort of a weird, um, a weird dichotomy. But and it sort of rears its head here too, because I can watch. Oh, God, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Um,
3: Glorious bastards. No, I, I, so
1: I, I can watch Jake Gyllenhaal make out with a dude in Brokeback Mountain. And I, I don't automatically assume Jake Gyllenhaal's out banging random dudes because he's a flaming homosexual. I don't. make He isn't. I don't know. But my point is only to say, Jack says this in character on television, and people just assume this is like the real guy's feelings, but it's not it's a character he's playing but again, it's a standard that gets attached to wrestlers that doesn't get attached to any other form of entertainment
2: yep. got it So you got to remember that JBL went um, JBL did a goose step when he was at the height of his of his heel work and had to do a public apology for it. <laughs> Yet I can turn on fucking Beerfest and they had a child actor do the same fucking thing. They didn't have to apologize for that.
1: In, in Eurotrip they have a kid doing the fucking goose step with a Hitler mm-hmm. mustache on. Yes, so.
2: yes they do. <laughs> and and it's never had to be apologized because you understand that it's
0: It's an, an actor. entertainment. Yeah.
2: Right. They literally have it in the name of their company. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you know, we talked before about, you know, holding, holding them to a standard with <sighs> the whole Chris, Chris Benoit thing and stuff like that, where other sports can just, people can do whatever they fucking want, you know? And yeah, this is the same Ray kind of Caruso thing. Where... Kills
1: his pregnant wife and, mm-hmm. do, and it's not a reflection on the NFL. Uh, Aaron Hernandez kills a dude. Nobody's saying the NFL is clearly creating this situation.
0: Okay, so Chris
1: Benoit does it and it's Vince McMahon's fault
0: yes but back to the original subject here back to the whole this content has everything backwards this is a diseased environment that breeds impurity, the streets are almost as filthy as the inhabitants it's it's a character for fuck's sake people Fact, uh, everything that Jason just said—it's a character. This—it's not like he's going out, and he's going home, and he's writing ways to fucking cleanse the U.S. of bad people and such. He's not fucking Thanos. He can't fucking snap his fingers and get rid of all the people he doesn't like.
1: Of course you can't.
2: That's fake. <laughs>
0: that's
2: uh, that's that's two adventures. So
1: yes. uh,
0: comments so it, far it,
2: that we've it, made in this.
0: I know uh, it's awful. <laughs> just the season, no, it's motherfucker. Just, but it's it sucks because he is such a good guy in person, and AP, yeah. APW gave him a Yugoslavian nobleman gimmick, and he went full fucking bored.
1: Well, first we he gave gimmick. him a bartender gimmick.
0: Well, yeah, that wasn't <laughs> a gimmick though. That was no, just no, I know, I know. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but no, it's, he went full board, and again, as Jason said, he went one hundred and ten percent. To it, and they they probably said, here you go, and he fucking took it. So for people to get f- mad about this and stuff, it's it's so frustrating because we're to get held mad, to a different standpoint.
1: If you want to have outrage and you want to get mad, that's fine. Get mad at the company that gave him that exactly. character and verbiage, but don't go after... Don't go
0: after the guy that they are telling to do this stuff.
1: I almost threw his real name out here. Uh, No, don't go after. Don't go (laughs) after him personally. It's this was not him sitting in the back and you know what I want to do this month
3: on top. No, Jesus, no. (laughs) Well, the other thing too is I think that uh, because the world has changed so
0: fuck much for the worse,
3: you can't you can't do anything anymore without somebody having to say something about it. Okay. Even if they have nothing to do with wrestling, or if they've never watched wrestling in a day in life, they see one thing out of context, and they're bringing it to their friggin' Supreme Court justice. Like it's ridiculous nowadays.
2: So John uh, on the side has a, an interesting point to make on this. Um, he brings up the fact that you know back in back in the early days of wrestling, 60s, 70s, and 80s, kayfabe was taken very seriously. Oh yeah. And and is this? Are we still sort of seeing that? that idea kind of carry over to even nowadays things where, you know, the, the performers are, are still, are, are I mean, back in the day, you couldn't have the good guys and the bad guys hang out together mm-hmm. because everyone would be like, what the fuck is Iron Sheik doing? They're having a drink with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know, and when yet I, and when you when
1: have, I did the, uh, when I went down to Nashville and we did the NWA's 52nd anniversary, uh, showcase years and years ago. Uh, it was very difficult for the workers on that show to work out their matches because the company forced them to be in separate dressing rooms on opposite sides of the arena. Jesus. So, yeah, it's a
2: very, very different atmosphere. There. Okay. So, moving right along. Now, we're going to talk about the Superstar shakeup. up uh, We're going to take a couple of different aspects to it, but first, let me give you the rundown of where everyone landed. So far, move- so far, correct. Raw got the Miz, Cedric Alexander, pew pew, pew ricochet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Alice to black. I don't mean not, don't you mean like... Oh yeah. Um, does that mean that he's like overweight? Because it like creaks, uh, like he like, sudden, thing- yeah, it's
3: like struggling to pull him up. Yeah, <laughs> hate it. Uh,
2: Zelina Vega, the Usos, Naomi, Eric Young, Rey Mysterio, EC3, Sami Zayn, Lacey Evans, the Viking Experience,
1: oh goddamn it,
2: AJ Styles, and I put an asterisk here because uh, by all accounts Samoa Joe. Right now, not, that's not official yet but it seems it's by all everything we've heard is that Samoja was supposed to be on raw, but he has the flu right now. So he should be bringing the U S championship over to him probably on Monday. Smackdown live got Finn Baylor, uh, Ember moon, Bailey, Kyrie, Sane, Lars Sullivan, even though we thought he moved to raw. he did.
1: Uh, they said,
2: they told us, they told us he did. Then he moved. <sighs> to, then he got assigned to raw. Then he got traded to Smackdown. Uh, Budrick Murphy, uh, interesting Elias, there's story
1: about that and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute.
2: Elias, Mickey James, Apollo Crews, Chad Gable, Heavy Machinery, Liv Morgan and Roman Reigns. Still a free agent, Nikki Cross.
3: <laughs>
2: they forgot that she's on their roster.
3: They forget shit. They just haven't decided what they're going to do with her yet. And 205
2: Live got nobody. That's not true. They got only Lorken 2 weeks ago. That's true. They got only Lorken a month ago. No, it was like two weeks ago. He was officially it was like named two weeks member. Ago. Officially named as a member. Whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's that's what we've got there. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple different things. Um, first, let's talk about
3: NXT <laughs> the, got nobody. NXT got Kushida. Not from the shake up, but yeah. they did just sign him. That's
2: we have nice account. We knew that NXT was not going to get anybody, though. I thought maybe 205 Live was actually going to get somebody. I was hoping Heath Slater would move over there because I think he'd be a good addition to it. But that's still not happening. Or Tyler
3: Breeze would be a great fucking addition to 205 Live. 205 still might end up getting somebody like Mark Andrews. I mean, it's like a consolation, but...
1: Oh, Drake Maverick could start wrestling.
3: Yeah. Or yeah. pissing.
2: Uh, so, so let's talk about a couple of these um, these these moments here. Um, Lacey Evans, uh, finally, officially on Raw, has started to do shit now. Uh, Started last week with slapping Becky Lynch. This week, um, shook that little ass into a match, um, wound up winning the match to to now be the first challenger for the Raw Women's Championship. So it looks like Becky is probably going to be pulling double duty at Money in the Bank. That's weird, (sighs) because she unified those
1: titles. Why would they be having separate title defenses? Still but she did it, the, you know, there's,
2: there's still time, dude. There's still time to do it. <laughs>
1: it's, it's never gonna put that fucking belt on Kofi.
2: All right, guys. <laughs> I, I don't know why I still harp on it. I admitted last week I was wrong, and I was happy to be wrong. Uh, so,
1: so occasionally later, you get hot sauce. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Troy's complete lack of wanting to editing is the only reason that I haven't been fucking muted yet. <laughs> 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 this is why Troy prefers podcasting with my wife. By <sighs> far.
0: So anyways.
2: So Lacey Evans. Jesus.
0: Go, go Ginger. Ginger. He was ready to say something. Go uh, um, I'm glad they started doing stuff with her. It's about time. Give her the match. See how she did. It was okay, but I don't see her getting that title unless they pull a shocker and have um whoever wins the money, the women's money in the bank, cash it in immediately. I don't think they'll do that again because they did that last year with uh, Alexa, right? because it was Rousey versus Nia, right?
3: That was last year. Yeah, you're right. They did do it last year. Yeah,
0: so I I hope they don't do that because I really enjoy the money in the bank being later, not right away. Um, But um, I think Becky will help her bring out the best, and I'm hoping for that. So all the power to Lacey Evans and her future endeavors no not endeavors just her future in the company that's all
1: so i I have a couple fucking problems with this
0: oh boy so oh god
1: so first off what brand is becky on
0: she's gotta be on both
1: right but let's assume she loses the raw title does she stay on raw and defend uh, the SmackDown title, or does she go back to SmackDown, or vice versa? If she drops the SmackDown title, does she still go to Raw defend it? Like, they, they needed some to clarity To be there.
3: determined.
1: Right, that's that's the problem. Ambiguity is not what we fucking want in this situation.
2: Yeah, the, the best uh, I can figure is that whichever belt she drops, the one that she has is the, the, the show she goes to. Yeah.
1: But that's, I mean, you can't do that. She was SmackDown property, so unless she's been shaken up to Raw... She would go back to SmackDown when she loses that Raw title. Now the problem with that, of course, is that Raw basically just lost Ronda Rousey, and they need a big female star. They need to fucking keep her on that show. That's a different discussion. that's
2: just, see. But so, I, I would, I would say that. But we don't have GMs anymore. So with it's the McMahon's, they could just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Wait,
1: did we go to the Lacey topic? We switch. We're done with the shake-up talk for now.
2: This is an extension of that. Okay.
1: Okay. I do not know if we were sidebar. Okay. Um so, well,
2: I I had the show structured a different way at first, so then you're like, "Fuck that, we're gonna do it my way." So, oh my goodness. <laughs> you want me to just leave, dude? Because no, no, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'm perfectly happy to go to bed. I'm like,
1: <laughs> uh. all right. So, here a couple problems. First off, I didn't like the pro. I didn't like the presentation last week because part of the presentation of Lacey Evans has been that woman's right is fucking devastating and it knocks you out, and Becky. Essentially, no-sold it. She turned her back on it, didn't even go down. I think that fucking buried Lacey right off the bat. Um, The the accent we've talked about in the past being horrible, they certainly curtailed that, and I thought that was good. I actually thought her promo was good. I liked her promo. Um, Then the bell rang, as Bruce Prichard would say. Um, (laughs) Now, I don't mean to say that her performance in ring was bad, because it wasn't. But it was very sort of female Randy Orton esque. I'm gonna throw a rear chin lock on. I'm gonna throw a headlock on. Oh, it's really hold Randy. It was it was there was very little action, and I think that's not what you want from this women's division right now. Um, and that's not even necessarily Lacey's fault because the problem is they've had this girl on the fucking roster since July- January, and she's been not wrestling. She's just been walking out, and that includes live events. This person got called up early needed fucking ring time, and they didn't give it to her. Now, I don't know what she's been doing in terms of training or whatever, but there's no substitute for performing in front of that live crowd. Um, so I think they did her a disservice in that way, and I, I think we're going to we're see some of that very, very soon.
3: Troy, were you familiar with Lacey before she signed with WWE? She wasn't a thing before she signed with WWE. Okay. That that's kind of what I was reading up on as well. That she had, she's only been in the game for three years. That that's her entire uh, career. Um, you could argue that she is doing great for only being in the game for three years. And I appreciated the presentation that she had. Like like Jason said, the promo was really good. Um, I think a I said lot really of really
1: good. I said good.
3: It was good. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people. Uh, were very quick to criticize her with the moonsault, uh, because yeah, she kind of...
1: Nobody criticizes fucking uh, Alexa Bliss when she comes <laughs> down on fucking Ember Moon's arms. I mean, shit just happens. It's right. funny how my, how people are critical of a performer that has an accident that they don't like. Yeah. But they're so oh, willing yeah. to overlook it when it's somebody that they, they're, they're fans of.
3: But that's the thing. I think Lacey did fine and obviously they put her with Natalia because Natalia's got a lot of experience um, where this goes from here I don't think she's taken that women's title but then you hear things like Vince loves her and who knows maybe she does I don't know
1: well see and that's the other big problem to me that's the overriding big problem is you're debuting this woman <laughs> at the top there's only room for her to go down from here True, and that came out really
2: badly but you know what I mean <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, you've got, you've got prime examples on both ends of that. You've got Paige, who debuted and won the championship, and wound up having a good career, But then you've got Gail Kim. Okay. So you need to kind of figure out, is Lacey going to be more like a pinata, or is she going to be more like a pincushion? So you say that Paige
1: had a good career, and I agree with that. The problem is Paige, to me, was never hotter than when she went that first initial run.
4: Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, they had to cheat. True, but she's like, she stayed relevant though.
1: She stayed relevant and relevance is fine, but it again, when you start someone that far
0: up Yes, no, no, I I fair. agree with that part.
2: Yeah. But I mean there there are plenty of people who are relevant. Carmela's relevant, part but she doesn't part fucking of do anything.
1: Part yeah. of what has made the runs of Becky and Kofi so endearing to the crowd is that years and years of struggle and trying to get that come up and all that stuff, and you don't have that with Lacey. You have you debuted in the main in the main spot in your division, yeah. And there's gonna that that breeds resentment from the fans first, and right off the bat, and you've seen that with Roman, and his career has never recovered really from it. Um, and now you're seeing it with her, and I do think it's a detriment to her future going forward. All
2: right. So, I guess we'll go we to just, uh catch
1: up on the side here a little bit. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, after, uh, let's see, so John says that he's thrilled that her finisher isn't a punch anymore. Um, it is. She just didn't use it on Raw. Um, he then said... The issue, um, after Becky no-sold the punch, she had to do something. John said the issue is that they figu- I'm sorry, they leaned on the strutting thing so long that no one gives a shit about her anymore. Uh, to which Smathers said no one gave a shit about her after she shit the bed in the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, they have some work to do. John said they did her no favors after that, though to be fair, I don't really see it right now. And Smathers said, they figured Natalia could cushion the fall with those beef curtains.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great line right there. (sighs) Oh, God. Jesus. All
1: right, right, so we've got a beef curtains mentioned on this show. We could probably just wrap it up. Uh, There you go.
2: So we had two people attempt to quit. Um, The Mm. first one, Luke Harper... Uh, officially requested his his release and was the first person to actually admit that they requested the release um by just publicly putting out there now there's Ah. some now there's some other things now with it where you know he apparently his contract is up um right around fall and there was some talk that maybe this is a tactic that he's using to try to get a better contract There are other people saying that no, you know, WWE could always freeze his contract like they've done with other people that were injured. Um, But or there could also just be that they get get rid of him because you know, as much as I love Luke Harper, he's 39 years old, Mm -hmm. and at this point, like they're clearly not going to try to book him as a main eventer. So you know, the the best thing I think probably for him is if he is no longer employed by WWE, he can go back to being Brody Lee and can go back to. You know having a, a pretty good career on the indies before he hangs it up because he's only got a couple years left, probably. So, um, the, the he'll, other he'll one, go
1: to AEW and be a main eventer like everyone else who WWE <laughs> doesn't use,
2: yeah, like Austin Aries. Um, the other person I tried to quit, I'm just going to combine these two because they're kind of related to each other. Apparently, Sasha Banks. Uh, we've so we have now heard conflicting reports. Two conflicting reports from the same person, mind you, as well. <laughs> uh, in terms of he Sasha, he never Banks. said that. He never said it. I, I never. Said it. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, technically he never did say that. He typed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. So Sasha Banks. Uh, her is now a storyline that she wasn't on on Raw. Uh, they took the titles off of them at at Mania. They sort wound of put up put it into a storyline, though, didn't they? Yeah, they put it into a storyline at this point. But mm-hmm. Bailey showed up. That's how they announced that Naomi had moved over to, to Raw, and then Naomi or then Bailey going over to SmackDown. Her whole thing was I'm a singles person now. I'm I'm here to win the championship. So I'm going to be put into a tag team match my first night. So <laughs> there so yeah, so uh, what we've been hearing is that Sasha Banks has been given a couple of weeks to think about what she wants to do for her the rest of her career. Um so, one of these people, I completely understand why they would want to quit. The other one, I think, is being a little childish.
3: So, Luke Copper, I think, is immensely talented. Um, he probably should have been added to that main event at WrestleMania 33 with Bray and Randy, because it would have made him. At this point, they're really not going to use Luke Hopper. It's not surprising. At 39 years old, he would ask for his release. Uh, you know, I honestly do wish wish him the best of luck and hope to see him on somebody else's TV soon. You're
2: to
3: go into someone else's house and watch SmackDown? <laughs> I'm at someone else's TV program. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, as far as Sasha goes, look, I got to be honest with you. This reminds me so much of so many other people that are fed up with their spot and they, they, they want to quit. Well, you know what? WWE doesn't give a fuck. They really don't. They'll roll right along with the next person. And and if Sasha doesn't show up in a month, because they gave her some time to think about it, if she doesn't come back, goodbye. Okay. Yeah. See you fucking later. Uh, can, look, I,
1: can I just, like, cut the bullshit here? The Sasha thing's a fucking work, y'all. Okay. I don't
3: buy it. They haven't done shit with Sasha. Why would they? Okay, why would they be doing a 2 Explain to me to the
1: last out? disgruntled employee that they said, "Hey, take a vacation for a couple weeks. Come back and let us know what you want to do."
2: Alicia Fox. Is uh, that uh, Alicia Fox?
0: Okay, to that. That
1: was going to rehab, dude. She's still employed. She hasn't gone. That was. That was. We're telling you to go home and go to rehab. That's not like, hey, you're threatening to quit. Ah, Take some time off and see what you want to do. She she very publicly unfollowed WWE, unfollowed Vince McMahon, went and followed (laughs) AEW. It's a fucking work, y'all. They brought her fucking disgruntled nature up on television. Corey Graves put it over in commentary. That shit is a fucking work. Now, it could be a work with some elements of a shoot in it. But it's clearly a work for television purposes. Now that what, said, as far what as end, though? to what end to probably yeah. bring her back as sort of a heel, mean she's never been appreciated. Blah 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 blah, etc. etc. Um, okay.
2: Does it does it culminate in a match with Becky, or what? What happens there? Could
1: be, could be. We'll see. Okay. Because I think I think Becky and Sasha is is a money match way more so than Lacey and Becky is. And WWE recognizes that. Now, as for Harper, I like Harper. I'm a a fan of Harper as a performer. But I want to go back to one thing Sal said. They should have put him in that main event match in WrestleMania. I'm sorry. This is where fans need to get over shit. Because you like a guy, because he's a good performer, does not mean he's a main event talent. And this is where I, I sort of really appreciate a guy like Tyler Breeze, who will go on social media and he'll listen to all these people talk about, oh, you're misused, blah, blah, blah. And he'll say, I cash my checks. I go and do my dream job every week. I'm not worried about that shit. It's cool. He knows his spot. He stays in his lane. And he he enjoys the journey that he's on. A guy, The fans seem to have this notion that because I like a performer, they're a main event talent. And that's not how this fucking business works. It took Kofi fucking Kingston 11 years and a complete fluke injury to become a main eventer. Again, and and it's easy to look at Kofi now and say, oh, well, the fans wanted this. The fans didn't even fucking know they wanted this until Mustafa (laughs) Ali got his face broken. Not everybody's a main eventer, and that's okay. But we have to stop to recognize that it's okay for people we like to not be main eventers, to just appreciate the performance they put on and, and and appreciate when we get to see them. Are there people who are main event calibers and are misused? Absolutely. Is Luke Harper one of those people? No. No.
2: And uh, the the thing with Luke Harper, um, they there was a time they put the ISC belt on him, and that was a... a a perfect opportunity for them to use him. And then they took it off of him a couple of weeks later. And that, that I think was, was the worst um, decision that they made with him. Mm -hmm. He was in a high profile angle with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt and everything of that. The problem is Luke Harper is 39. He's balding and he's decent on the mic. He's not, He's not a guy that you that is going to be a focal point of any show, um. But that's the thing is I understand why he's frustrated, why he could be frustrated because he should at least be used, you know. Right. This is a guy who came back from injury a lot though, and they I mean, didn't use him, you know. And there's there's spots for him. I mean, they they brought back Eric Rowan to be a be a heater he could have joined up with him they could have rejoined the and brothers as soon as he came back you know the and brothers were were a good tag team they, they were, were it over. was an interesting thing yeah so there was but, definitely things that they could have used him for
1: okay so and we've talked we talked about this with the revival where i'm sorry ginger wants to say something we, Jesus we, we Christ. haven't been allowing him I, i've got another point i just jumping in because so i'm gotta, not on video
0: you guys yeah i was gonna say we can't air. tell yeah. what
1: you want to talk no, it's fine. He does have his dick out, though, so yeah. let, him, let him Yes, it. I
0: do this week. I'm shaking it at you guys.
1: waving it around for attention. All of a sudden, the camera works.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, my opinion on the Sasha situation was spoken about on the Blunder. Um, so if you want to listen to that, go back and listen to it. Uh, as for Luke Harper, uh, should he have uh, – the Main point that everybody else has mentioned. Uh, should he have been added to that match with Orton, Bray? No. Should he have ran a feud with Orton right after that? Probably yes. That way, he could have gotten... In, who knows? Because Orton, in his match, on I, th- I think it was on an episode of SmackDown, probably one of my top five matches for him in WWE... Because it was so... It was pretty perfect, the story that they had told in the match. And Orton actually did stuff in it. But um, Luke, uh, you get got to feel for the guy because you know, as everybody else has mentioned, he is coming to the end. He wants to be used towards the end of his career in wrestling. So who can blame him for asking for a release unless you're Jason and think it's a work like everything else.
4: <laughs> but,
1: you know, it's... If it's it, not a work, why is Corey <laughs> Graves putting it over in commentary?
0: I'm fucking with you. Shut up. Uh, but, um, no, you, you gotta feel for the guy overall. You know what I mean? Because he came back from his injury and everything, and he's like, hey, I'm here. And nothing. It's but not they'll put Pointless fucking people on television, and it's just it's it's aggravating. You feel for the guy because you know, like I said, he's at towards the end of his career, and he just wants to do what he loves.
1: See, here's the thing, and we talk. A couple people have brought up the points. Why didn't they put him back with the Bludgeon Brothers? Why they, the the Bludgeon Brothers as a team don't work if they're not dominant, and you're not going to put a dominant emphasis and focus on a tag team that consistently has not been able to stay healthy. Cons- I, I mean, they, we talk about this all the time. Look at the revival, how long it took. They, they, they debuted, one got hurt. They came back, the other one got hurt. They took a long time before the company felt trustworthy that they were not injury prone. Sasha, same thing. Injury prone. They, they don't trust her to put her in high profile spots for a long term run. Um, so that's probably why Harper didn't come back to the Bludgeon Brothers. They probably said we don't have anything we can do with you guys right now if you're not a top tag team, and we can't trust you to be a top tag team.
0: Which is fine, but use him. Use him for something. But
1: where? Why? What are you going to have him come in and job out? People are going to be equal. You pissed off about
0: that. Who gives a shit? If, if, he, if he doesn't mind jobbing out, why not put him in there? Well, well I, I, don't, okay. I don't care. I don't care if they don't put him over. Just give the guy some work. Let him go out there and do what he likes to do. I mean, he Simple could be as that. Gender
1: if you want him to be, but... Uh, whatever. Just let him do it. Well, we don't know that's what he wants. What if he but, wants, no, that's, what if he wants a example, man of that
0: push? If you, I don't think he'd be coming back asking for that right away because he knows he's injured.
2: Right, Troy wants
1: to say something. Go ahead, buddy. Sorry.
0: Go ahead.
2: Uh, just, uh, just to Jason's point, this roster has... Uh, hundred and seventy people on it. Yes, and you've got five hours of TV. Who who do you leave off? I mean, this was this was Baron a week on Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> Baron I mean, Corbin. Baron Corbin. I know everyone hates him. But that's the fucking Robert point.
0: Corbin that's a the point.
2: A no, that's the no, 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 no. The the point is is that people hate Baron Corbin. If you put Luke Harper in that room,
3: that's right. No, no, he's the fucking character. You, sucks. He sucks in ring, dude. He's not good and he's been doing it for like six years now. And what
2: and what happens when All he goes right. out there? People people boo. They get a yeah. reaction. If Luke yeah. Harper go was away. in that
0: role they would cheer
3: it's him. Go away
0: heat.
2: It, it's, still, it's still noise, man.
0: Yeah, they don't care Roman, if it's go away heat or not. It's, Roman, it's a reaction. Roman
2: Reigns, Roman Reigns gets go away heat every time he goes out there. You think they're going to stop using him? No! Fuck no. <laughs> Mark.
1: You know who's really fucking good in ring?
2: Curtis it's Axel. Hard.
1: Yeah, he's half of the fucking B team, dude. Yep. You know why? He's got no first, no fucking personality, no fucking character.
2: Right. Yeah. Baron Corbin.
1: This is a is. company where character and personality and persona come above in ring performance. Yeah, it has and been Baron, for
0: a long time. Yeah, it's entertainment more than wrestling now.
2: And Baron Corbin has a has a perfect gimmick. He's a piece of shit asshole. Uh, he plays it to perfection. Because he in real life is probably a piece of shit asshole. No, no, he's, he's a nice guy
1: in real life. <laughs> I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. When Vince McMahon came out and smacked that and started doing the whole This is the biggest talent acquisition Smack I a hundred percent expected that to be Corbin that was coming. That would've been amazing. The heat that shit would have gotten. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> but that's the thing, you need people like him on the roster. Because if yes. the roster was full of people that everyone loved, you would get
3: dueling chance all areas. the time. You need people like <laughs> Baron Corbin, yet you have people like Bobby Lashley that can be much, much better in that spot than Baron fucking Corbin.
2: No, because Bobby Lashley can't fucking talk.
3: But that's why he has Leo Rush.
2: Yeah. The whole the, the act but, comes but in Leo the same <laughs> no,
1: no, So, so let, me expl- <laughs> let, let me just say this, Sal. You want to fix Bobby Lashley? It's a very, very fucking simple formula. You bring back MVP. Yeah, yeah. That's but... what got Bobby Lashley over in TNA. It will work again. MVP can be an amazing heater for Bobby
2: Lashley. We know he's still alive.
1: Yeah, what? and
2: he's yep. happy. Yep. Crying. Right. Yeah. Hey man, I mean, <clears throat> we're all, we're all white, but even even we felt it watching that video. All the oh, feels, yeah.
1: all the feels, dude. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So uh, we got a couple of right. comments on the side. John wants to know why Alicia Fox hasn't been fired. Smathers says she got them DSLs. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a Michael Hayes thing, I believe.
0: Uh, she got the hobbies.
1: Smathers says FTR. Uh, Baron Corbin is getting heat. Baron Corbin is good for getting the reaction they want, but he's also awful. Uh, and I would actually rather see Corbin than Lashley. And again, it's all packaging. Corbin's yeah. been given time to develop mm-hmm. a character and a persona. Lashley yeah. really hasn't. Lashley's been given time to have someone else talk. I, I think, honestly, I thought Lashley was definitely on the right track when they had him doing that program with Roman.
3: Mm-hmm. And after- well, yeah, that was at this point, a year removed. (laughs)
1: Because he was just a badass. He was just a guy that wanted the championship and was competing, and that's where Lashley sort of excels. Um, But then they they switched it up on him, and that hasn't been the same since.
2: So, Ronda Rousey is on an impregnation vacation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) Uh, She was was also uh, photographed with her hand in a cast, so she... Legitimately did break her hand. Required as, as surgery, actually. What's that? It required surgery. Yeah, it required surgery, yep. Yeah. Um, so, bad news for Travis, he ain't getting any handies. Uh, but good news, he gets to raw. she two dog. hands. I know. Right? <laughs> she's an MMA fighter. She knows how to use the other all hand, right, dude. All right, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> bad news for Travis, he ain't getting his balls fondled while she's stroking him off.
1: She Ooh. got feet, dude. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but good news for him, he is, he is getting to raw dog her, so yes. we, we at least know that. Um, so that's, that's what she's taking time off for. She's going to have a kid. He would far prefer to just smack her around a little bit, I think. Ugh. Probably. Probably. But who's to say it's not happening afterwards? Or during? Or during. Um, so Ronda Rousey obviously taking time off to have a baby thrown in her we will see if she wants to come back to wrestle after she has her kid or not so
1: so let's just take one second here because we on this show and Troy you in particular have really fucking ripped on Meltzer he had this he had this one nailed about a year ago that Ronda was going to go to WrestleMania and then going to go try to have kids so and she she even opposed that report and everyone else said you know that was nothing was decided concrete Meltzer did have it correct right about a year ago he had this one out. So, yes,
2: yes, yeah. yeah, sometimes pitchers hit singles. <laughs> doesn't mean doesn't mean I, I i trust him at the at
1: at, at no bats. but my point so, is like is he does obviously have some credibility and some sources that are provided feeding him correct information just yeah, some he okay. just doesn't use them all that okay. often but I, we just I, we, I, we as fans never know so you to you gotta listen to everything yeah, and then
2: judge no it uh and that's why we talked about it with that's why we do still talk about this douchebag yeah, yeah, when no. he reports stuff like that Fair because enough. yes sometimes he's right yep. usually not but sometimes he's right Sometimes Ryan Sutton is right and then sometimes he says no, I wasn't right. Well, <laughs> Ryan Satin also
1: got fired from TMZ for just flat out making shit up. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
2: So, anything else to say really about Ronda Rousey getting a baby chucked in her?
3: Uh, Jason, let me ask you a question. About Ronda w- Rousey getting pregnant? The <laughs> WWE poured a lot of money into Rousey this past year. Do you think they got their return on investment? 110%. Yeah. What do you
1: think yeah. they were looking for?
3: Uh uh, she signed a two-year deal, right? Like she They were all just over the ESPN.
1: PM. They were literally all fucking over ESPN. And,
3: and now all that all that media got,
1: coverage goes away.
2: She got No, in, all that media coverage has just transitioned over to Becky now.
3: Nah, man, they're not going to cover Becky now that Ronda's not involved. They're not. I, I'm sorry. I love Becky, but ESPN's not going to do a goddamn thing about it.
2: Dude. dude. <sighs> okay. I'll let you take it.
3: WWE, WWE, <laughs> let me say this. Good on Ronda. She's doing what she wants to do with her life, but I think that the WWE thought she was going to be around a little bit longer. I don't think you pour that type of money into somebody for one year of work.
2: Nope, going to stop you right there. This was the plan all along. She had had planned vacation time after this WrestleMania. This was the plan all along. They got me. The,
3: her for I'm the exact couple, amount of time that they signed her for. This is a vacation time. I'm saying she's done. That's, that's a leap that you can't make. Okay. okay. That's my prediction. How about that?
2: Okay. Your prediction is that she's she's no longer going to come back after she's done having a baby.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: That's fine to make that prediction. You're going to right, be wrong. Um, That's
0: fine. 11 o'clock, 4-18-2019.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So, so can, I, can I tell you why you're wrong now? Uh, okay. Uh. So, you're... Premise is one hundred percent flawed because you said, well yeah ESPN's not touching Becky. First off, Becky was already fucking all over ESPN leading into WrestleMania. They yeah, already got her on there
3: because of Rousey. Oh my, goodness. my God, dude! Do you on, understand? Dude, you're smarter than this, man? You think that if Rousey is not featured on WWE program, you really think that ESPN's going to give? the WWE the same coverage they've been doing for the past year do, do you understand dude under hold, hold,
1: hold, hold on i let hold you on. talk now let me talk do you understand how cross promotion works yeah and usually okay. so, so, get so it you doesn't get so you know what i love yes i'm a L. fan i am a fan <laughs> of the shows ncis los angeles and hawaii 50 okay <laughs> they did a fucking crossover episode The reason you do that crossover episode is so fans of one show might check out the other one and say, hey, this is something I want to watch going forward. The fucking characters don't constantly appear on the fucking shows. That's not how cross-promotion works. They got Becky Lynch on ESPN and maybe a few people that didn't know who she was before now do. The plan was never Becky Lynch is going to have a fucking weekly show on ESPN. That was never the fucking objective. They accomplished their objective with Ronda Rousey. They brought in the UFC fans to see her. They put new eyeballs on the product. They had the women main event fucking WrestleMania. They got all the press and pub based on that. They got literally everything they could have possibly wanted out of that relationship.
3: You're a long-time UFC fan, correct? Yeah. Okay. You really think those fans are staying, sticking around? Because I know a lot of people who watch UFC that was like, oh, yeah, the wrestling, that's stupid, it's fake. They don't give a shit if Rousey's over there. They really don't. And I'm talking about the majority. I'm not talking about a small percentage. UFC fans don't give a fuck about WWE, dude. You know that to be true. Say no all you want; it's the truth. That's
2: not that's not how arguments work, by the way.
3: <laughs> um. <laughs> oh God!
2: You can't you can't just say it's the truth. There.
3: Look, if we, if we UFC have... was bringing in all these, if we were getting all these UFC fans, then their fucking viewership numbers wouldn't be in the toilet. Nobody's like talking they still about,
2: are nobody's talking about UFC numbers people are talking about getting publicity they got a ton, a ton of publicity from from uh, from Ronda Rousey and she is gone now and they and in her place they have built the women up with her there
1: they, they put have, an entire fucking build into Stephen Amell and SummerSlam and that motherfucker hasn't been back since clearly they got fucking screwed on that deal yeah
2: they made, they made a shit ton of money. They made a shit ton of money on merchandise. They made a shit ton of money on appearances. They made a shit ton of money on WrestleMania buys and, and network subscribers and stuff like that. You cannot look at TV ratings anymore because what you are seeing, those overnight things, that's not the, the way that TV works anymore. People don't watch it live as much anymore. People watch it on more than just Nielsen boxes. You know who? You know who are members of Nielsen? Old people, all right. I do not watch WBTV on my TV. I have a Roku app that is not tracked in overnight night uh, ratings. That is not tracked and Nielsen ratings that's not tracked on things like that their ratings are in the tank right now because people are watching their program in different ways they're watching it on YouTube go to their YouTube channel right now and look at how many fucking subscribers they have okay they are watching it on the network they are watching it through Hulu the next day they are watching it in all these different things that are not accounted for in those ratings so all of that core audience that used to watch Fucking ten million people a week or whatever that used to watch that are watching it all over the place and elsewhere.
3: No, then okay. No. Yes, no, they no, are. No, 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 the fuck they're not. Now I'm. Yes, I'm, they I'm, are. No, no. You're telling me that the fans they had in the '90s are still watching? No, dude. They've said that nobody's still watching from the way they used to watch in '98. Not a chance in hell.
1: Dude, you're having a completely different argument than anyone else is having. This is the the thing that's getting frustrating, is you're not acknowledging what the goal with Rousey was. The goal with Rousey was never to have her have a 10-year fucking wrestling career. It was use her name recognition to bring brand attention to your product for a year to get more exposure for the women who are going to be there going forward. She accomplished both of those goals exceedingly. So they got not only did they get their money's worth out of Rousey, they got 10 times what they put in with her in terms of. Press, public information, new people seeing things from their product, brand recognition, marketing, promotion, fucking the the, the award shows that the women are going to be on for what they accomplished, evolution, the, all the fucking press they got for the first women's pay-per-view, that doesn't happen if Ronda's not there.
3: Okay. All right. I think it still happens, but... You're saying evolution doesn't happen if Ronda's not I there. Say,
1: I said, I don't know. A women's only pay-per-view does not happen without Ronda Rousey's brand and, and then name at the top of that card. Mm-hmm. And you know how I can tell you that? Because for, what, 50 fucking years it never happened until Ronda Rousey got there. And by the way, is there one booked for this year? No. Okay. <laughs> So our
2: our last topic before we get to the main events. um, I think think you broke Troy, Sal, just so you know. (laughs) Paige was was teasing that we were going to have a brand new team to face the (laughs) Iconics, and she was bringing two new superstars over to SmackDown. (laughs) She proceeded to bring one. (laughs) Um,
1: So originally she said she's bringing a new team, which was not incorrect. But when she got up there and spoke, she said... I'm introducing brand new talent. (laughs) That was the problem.
2: So, I guess we should have saw it coming because Kairi Sane had a farewell match, did a bow. Io Shirai did not. Um, So I guess we should have seen it coming that it was only going to be Kairi Sane moving up. Um, But Asuka is now a tag team wrestler. Uh, A month removed from a month removed from being the the SmackDown Women's Champion, she is now teamed up in a tag team. I, I mean, <sighs> so I mean, she's being used. She's she's going to be used.
0: Yeah, so. she's she's
1: being used too. But a month removed from being in the hottest women's program with Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. at the Royal Rumble, Sasha was tagging with Bayley for the Women's Tag Team Championships.
2: Yeah, that's true.
3: Also, Asuka was teaming with Naomi back in the fall so she's been in tag teams before
2: In the she's Miz so, so, yeah. why, so, so why do we have Asuka
3: as Kairi's tag
2: team partner instead of Io Shirai I think
1: it's probably just more that they want Io to do down in NXT they probably yeah. let her have a run get a little more sort of brand recognition we are just talking about for, in terms of who she is and get more eyes on her down there and maybe they just don't think she's ready for the main roster at this point that's entirely possible too
3: I I personally would love to see EO get a title run, you know, against Shayna. I'm not really sure. I think we all kind of assumed it was supposed to be EO and and Kyrie because that's who they were pairing. But, I mean, I'm not 100% against it, especially if they're going to be feuding for the women's tag team titles. At least it gives Asuka something, right?
1: I'm just mad we can't use the ass pirates name anymore. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, we can call them the Aska Pirates.
3: Yeah,
1: the pirate
2: experience. Okay. <laughs> so, Ginger, what are your thoughts on the Aska Pirates?
0: Um, Aska Pirates. Um, I, I'm just, I, I, it's a little confusing, cause like, is this the reason that she dropped the ti- the the women's title? Like, is because they said, oh hey. Uh, Kyrie's coming up. Let's put her in a tag team, but not with who she's tagging with down in NXT. But, that that's confusing. But I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um,
1: I, I mean, but Vince, they're both incredibly talented. But what what makes them a tag team?
0: God damn, pal! Look, look at them. They're
1: Asian. Like <laughs> They're both Japanese. They worked with those fucking New Day guys. Don't fucking question me. <laughs>
0: oh, <God. laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I I don't mind it. it. They they did a couple tag moves, didn't they? I believe during the match. So uh, I'm. I, I it was just your basic fucking drop to hold, fucking yeah. leg drop. But still, I mean, if they pull it off, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a little it is a little odd. It's going to take some getting used to, but hey, if they have all the power to them to try and make it a successful tag team.
3: Yeah, and with Paige of the mouthpiece, I think it has a chance.
0: Well, I don't know. Will Paige be the mouthpiece though? I think Paige just went out back depends, after she announced
1: Depends on them. if Xavier Woods is around. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, that must be bad. Troy's shaking
2: his head at me. I mean, the, it would it would appear as if that that page is going to be the mouthpiece for them, because otherwise, why why have her say i bring them up? You, you would just have them debut. Well, yeah. That's,
1: and that's what they need. Somebody who can do promos yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a huge yeah. help for them.
2: But they sure as fuck can't do it themselves. Yeah. Um, Oh my God! And, they did
1: a the thing on the PC, the WPC YouTube channel, with like Zia Lee saying goodbye
2: to e. us, <laughs> ah,
1: Kyrie Zane. Oh boy!
2: I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was completely intelligible. Uh, it, was, it was. It was. It was actually sort of cute. But... Okay. But so i I need to I need to get watching those videos because the promo that they played for their the YouTube channel. Gave me all the feels watching okay. NXT yeah. last
3: night. Yeah. Oh I yeah, like, I um, saw that promo. Yeah, I've
2: been telling you guys about this thing for months now. Oh yeah, we just don't normally listen to you. I know most people don't. <laughs> yeah, so um, Absolution uh, Part Two. <laughs> um, I I did <laughs> nice enjoy <chef>. the fact. <laughs> yeah. I I did enjoy the fact that they had the original Absolution come out and and yes. kind of say like thanks thanks for for bringing the, everyone back together and everything like that and it's like, like, no, like no no no. Uh-uh. No, no, baby girl, no, baby girl. I have absolution. Uh, so, <laughs> so from uh, okay. So let's let's move on to our main events. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me get because there's a couple
1: good ones on the side here. Uh, oh Jesus! Back when we were talking about Ronda, uh, John said I feel like she'd be a bit too aggressive with the hand stuff. Can't really argue there. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, Smothers said she, he thinks she would batter him, not the other way around. Uh, they have both agree Sal's wrong, and Ronda will be back. Uh, if the WWE ratings were so bad and so toxic, they would have never given gotten the
3: Fox deal. They did. Fair point. Uh, <laughs> that, that should be interesting come October. Uh, Why? Evolution They're happened
1: because fine. Evolution happened because they were trying to make up for the negative Saudi press. I thought. Uh, it was certainly That's a possible. it was certainly a factor, but pay per views aren't scheduled on the fly like that. This was something that was already in the works,
2: unless, unless it's great balls of fire. I
3: was going to say they canceled <laughs> the pay per view in Boston to put on Evolution, didn't they?
0: they Did you say that again. Moved. Yeah, they
3: moved
0: they, it.
3: They moved. Oh it. yeah. 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 No, it was not a pay per view anymore. It was a Sunday live. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm
1: completely wrong. Uh, they are, but there was a pay per view schedule that they just switched the venue and location and, and name. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like they just randomly threw in a pay per view that wasn't already scheduled. They just moved a different one. Yeah. Um, at some point they dropped the stupid pirate thing. Not going into WrestleMania in Tampa not Bay. Going. No, <laughs>
0: no. Especially no. after the fucking pirate ship. Gimmick for the promo. <laughs> She's gonna come in on a ship. It's gonna be the greatest thing ever. Uh, we're
2: gonna we're gonna play we're gonna play uh, different enough to make sure we don't get sued. Pirates oh, my of my the music. Caribbean music. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you're going to 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 swing in a la Shawn Michaels on a, on a zip tie. Paul oh,
1: virtual. what are you talking about? Please, Shawn Michaels.
2: Please do not touch your release until you are over oh. the ring.
3: <laughs> you say please don't die. Uh, Same thing. I heard,
2: to be fair, Owen Hart was
1: over the ring when he pressed it. Um, uh, just not, o- not over the center of the ring. <laughs> uh, Smathers said uh, Paige went looking for Xavier and the big O. Kevin Owens was not involved, though. <laughs> and then John simply said the average O.
2: Okay, so... Let's talk let's let's go back to the superstar shakeup before we take this bitch home. So SmackDown became the Isle of X NXT women's champions, uh with the addition of Ember Moon, Bailey, Kyrie Sane, uh obviously Paige being kind of back in the forefront. They also gained IC champion Finn Balor. Um Lars Sullivan's ugly face is over there now. Uh, Buddy Murphy is there to I guess be Ollie Light. Um, you've got Elias there, you've got Roman Reigns obviously, who is a perfect swap for AJ Styles in my opinion uh, you've got the fat mechanics, you've got Liv Morgan which I think is a very interesting one um, you know, potentially mo- teaming up with uh, with Absolution the non-racist version of him, um, over on Raw obviously you've got uh, Samoa Joe, most likely AJ Styles, the uh, the Viking experience, Lacey Evans, Sami Zayn, EC3 Rey Mysterio, Eric Young splitting up Sanity Naomi the Uso's Andrade, Alistair Black, Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and The Miz. So, um... Which of those people, starting with you, Jason, do you think should not have been moved?
1: Oh, wait, we're already on the main event? We haven't even touched on the name change yet, but okay, well... (laughs) I'm sure we'll have that somewhere along the way. Um,
2: You can can encompass it in there.
1: Okay. Uh, Who shouldn't have been moved on that list? Um... I'm going to give you maybe an interesting one that maybe nobody else will agree with, but that's fine. Um, I would not have moved The Miz. And I say that because, first off, I believe he's been moved now in every Superstar shakeup.
3: That's correct. Uh,
1: Because he was on Raw doing great work with the IC title. They moved him to Raw. He felt like a fucking afterthought on Raw because he doesn't really fit what they want to do over there. They moved him back to SmackDown. He was a fucking big deal again, and now they're moving him back to Raw. And they're moving him back to Raw to freshen him up by continuing the feud with Shane McMahon that he was running on SmackDown. I don't see this as being a positive for Raw. I don't see it as being a positive in any way for The Miz. Uh, So for me, I would not have made that move. I think that's going to be
2: one of the biggest letdown moves that they're going to have, and he's going to just get switched back to SmackDown next time. All right. Let's not, let's not forget about the fact that, uh, yet again, in, in the, the limited time that he interacted with Shane McMahon, he got busted open.
1: Yeah, well, accident hard way, too.
2: Hard way, yes. Very much so. How
1: um, did that happen? I think what did it was he, on he hit him with? I think it was on one of the punches.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think he just caught him. It, Jesus. It, yeah. it was odd, though, because it, he didn't start bleeding until he got back in the ring. It takes a second so, sometimes. Yeah, yeah it did. It, 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 but. Like you know, normally you're you're kind of looking for like when he's bleeding, and like he goes from well, is he bleeding? Hair, so yeah, he goes from like from not no visible blood to they Dude, cut to Shane and he's back in, and he's fucking bleeding. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just
0: yeah. like how the fuck did that even happen?
2: Yeah, I I was like when they researched it, I was like, did he stone cold himself and hit yeah. himself with a chair? I was like, no, he he swung it good, he's fine. I think Shane um,
1: took so much shit for how crappy his punches looked. He's like, fucking, I'm laying this shit
2: in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ginger, who on that list do you think should not have been moved?
0: Um, I mean, not really a move, so to speak, but where Ricochet and Alistair Black, they should have <laughs> sp- <laughs> they, they should have split them up. Um, it, it don't keep them together. Yeah, but still, don't don't keep them together unless you're going to have them run a feud against each other. But if they just randomly say, "Okay, I'm going this way," you're going to go this way. It's gonna mean absolutely nothing. Um, so that that's a little disappointing, because you know they both can do singles matches. That's what they were known for NXT and for yeah, for in NXT. Don't fucking keep them as a tag team. You you have plenty of tag teams. Use the ones that you have. You don't need another one. But yeah, that's that was in my opinion the dumbest thing that happened during the shakeup.
2: All right. Sal? So, <clears throat> um, Signing
1: Ronda Rousey.
3: <clears throat> as much as I'm going to enjoy seeing him on Raw, I don't think you should have moved Andrade yet. I think that spots were opening up on SmackDown where you could then put Andrade even if in a feud against Kofi. I mean, this this guy is probably not going to be used very much on Raw Uh, you have guys like Drew McIntyre and Lashley and Corbin that are going to be taking a lot of spots and a lot of TV time I really hope I'm wrong but I would have kept Andrade on SmackDown him and Zelina Vega
0: yeah, I'll agree with
1: that. That that also raises an interesting point because in two separate cases, you had Andrade pin the Intercontinental Champion on Raw in a spot where they're not going to be able to continue that feud, so there was really no point in having Balor take a clean loss there as a champion. Yeah. Uh, and then Naomi and Bailey beat the Iconics clean. Again, to no avail, because now they're not going to be teaming up anymore. So both in both cases, the champions took pinfalls that really don't do anything to help the people that beat them.
2: Right. Uh, so John uh, says that uh, right now, the Raw women's division feels a little weak. Um, they kind of got a little gutted um, and didn't really yeah. get much in, much in return. Um, because Naomi is one of those people that she's either a big deal or she's non-existent. There's not really any in between with her. Um, he he feels that Elias um, shouldn't have been moved, what? or they should have moved him Andrew, um, because SmackDown feels light on heels. Yeah, um, but I think,
1: think I think on Raw they want Corbin, they want Lashley, they want McIntyre to take sort of take those mm-hmm. top heel roles. Yeah. There wasn't a spot for Elias to be a top heel. I think there is yep. that spot and
2: opening on SmackDown. So Fair enough. Um me personally, just, just looking at this list, um, I still think that Mysterio is better served on two five live, um, to be kind of a mentor for the guys there and, and to pop ratings over there. But I understand also why they want to still get something out of him before he's done because he's another one of those well, guys. I'm sure, who's they're gonna, paying him. You're not going to stick him on 205. Whatever. Yeah, I yeah I get that. Um, other than that, I mean, I think that uh, there's not really that many other people. I mean, they they still can't seem to get this title swapping thing to work right in their favor. <laughs> uh, this year, obviously Samoa Joe getting sick, they couldn't have him show up on Raw um last year was that weirdness where um they was it last year that they had the jinder mahal thing where like he dropped the title yeah after getting next, it and, yeah <sighs> yeah Be, before that you had um kind of both on the same show and then you had to have kevin owens and chris jericho do a feud where if this one won it went to this show for oh, yep. you like you're yep. like well we know who's gonna win because <laughs> they gotta put it on the on the other show um, so still couldn't get it that way so then the second half of this is um, who should have been moved but wasn't um, and <clears throat> um, I'm gonna say a couple I, really
1: obvious ones to me honestly. yeah
2: to to me Braun on Smackdown was what I wanted to see I wanted to see him in, in a new environment um, I think he would still kind of do the same thing but at least there was uh, to me it would have at least been a little more... Emo. I'm very happy that Roman Reigns is on SmackDown. I think that they can really make him like the Batista of the original Dubrand era, where that's his <gasps> show, you know? And you can have Seth as being the raw guy, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but Ginger, who who do you feel should have been moved?
0: Oh, um... God. Uh, can, can, can I pass for a minute? I gotta think about this one.
2: Sal, who do you think should have been moved? Sorry. No, no worries. He's, he's jerking off. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Um,
3: I, w- I would have moved Lashley to SmackDown and move him with Rush and put him in a high-profile program and I, I think it would have worked. I don't like keeping Drew... Lashley and Corbin all in the same show still because I feel like we're just going to get probably you know a lot of the same matchups you know probably a lot of them with Seth <laughs> and and I don't want to see Miz go against any of those three guys I think that's just going to uh, going back to Jason's point why the fuck are you continuing this feud with Shane and and now Miz is on raw I... That literally boggles my mind because I, I think they're gonna have another match, and I don't, I don't get what the payoff is there.
0: Okay, I'm ready. Very. Um, Charlotte Flair should have gone to Raw for Raw being gutted of the women's division and not getting any more talent like. SmackDown did,
1: but if Raw gets Becky out of the deal, because now she's appearing on that.
0: Show. Yeah, but she's got both.
1: Right, but I think I I, I honestly believe she's going to end up being on Raw ultimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: he, but even even if that happens, who care? Who's going to care? Who's going to have a problem with Becky versus Charlotte?
3: Well, I mean, it's overdone if, at this. point. Yeah, they, you've it's done that. You've gone to that well a lot. So,
2: plus, if you if you move Charlotte up a SmackDown, who's what heels do you have on SmackDown for women? None. Yeah. Oh, none. yeah.
1: Now, now you can use Charlotte on SmackDown to sort of try to rehabilitate Bailey too.
0: Yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah. So. Okay, I suck.
1: No. No. no, no, <laughs> no I, honestly, like. Drew yes. Drew is a good choice for this for this category 100% but to me the easy answer the obvious answer is the revival should have moved to Smackdown. That is a that is a couple guys in desperate need of a fresh start mm-hmm. on a show where tag team wrestling is given some priority and some import unlike Raw. Uh, I think they needed to move badly and when I saw them call up War Raiders and stick black and ricochet on raw i was convinced that was the next move a feud between them and the hardys would have been great um you know the the plus side is maybe we get a program with the usos in the revival and i'm definitely there for that but again it's going to be happening on raw so who knows what we're going to get in terms of time
3: for them to tell that story speaking of which they moved a lot of tag teams to raw are are they gonna have a renewed focus or are we just gonna get you know, 10 minutes of an eight-man tag every every other week.
0: No, I, I think you're going to get a refocus because Raw really has been mainly a singles area where I think SmackDown has been the more dominant tag team division, so I think they're going to try and flip-flop that a little bit. I mean, it would be um, nice. I, I yeah. guess I'll believe him when I see it. And, um... I definitely enjoyed the fact that Roman got pushed to SmackDown and Elias too, because I think Elias they're gonna he, he's gonna be able to work more. I think on SmackDown is what they're gonna go for uh, with him, because um, uh, I mean they really haven't done many. They haven't had him do much work in the ring. It's been a match here and there. They haven't given him a storyline. Give him a storyline. Yeah, you know, I, th- I a think view. he deserves Absolutely. it. Yeah, give him give him a fucking run and Roman coming out and. Uh, if Elias wasn't there to catch Vince, I don't think Elias would have a job. But, <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: but so, yeah. So since we're talking about tag teams, and we cannot yes. possibly end this show.
0: Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait! It's coming. Wait, wait patience. Wait,
2: wait. I got I got one thing to say before you go into this because I know it's going to be you and Ginger talking about this because you have the most attachment to it.
3: Elias. <laughs> Well, fuck me, I guess. I guess I'll just shut up for the rest of the show. Have you worked with him? No, but I get a lot to say about it.
2: So, um, Elias has started to do this little bit of a gimmick where he's been mixing in hints of who's going to interrupt him. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope that he just gets less and less subtle as it goes along. (laughs) And eventually he's just like, I sure do hope that somebody... Who has had Xavier Woods inside of them? Does not interrupt me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then Big E comes out? Yeah. Oh my
2: god. I sure hope that somebody who has not been inside Paige doesn't come out and then
3: half the roster comes out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Before we talk about what I know we're going to talk about, can I just talk about Sami Zayn real quick? And how amazing that whole segment on Raw was. He gets the crowd to absolutely go ape shit for him. They play his music three times, which had to be a rib on him from somebody in the back. And then he turns them. He completely turned that fucking crowd. I thought it was great. It was All one right, of my well, favorite parts of Raw. Allow me to go
1: the other way. One of my favorite parts of the weekend was Kevin Owens joining the New Day. <laughs> fucking Fantastic. Uh, I was only disappointed that they didn't do the heel turn at the end. I'm sure it's going to be coming. They're probably going to go the route of oh, yeah. building, building up so-
0: yeah, I but, thoroughly
1: so, enjoyed but, that. But the the Kevin Owens thing, like you got you know, you'd be able to move, I and mean, he did a little <laughs> hip swivel. That was I fucking I'm dead I dead.
2: Wa- I lost it. <laughs> so so John says maybe they go the opposite way, and the KO thing leads to Big E turning because he has resentment towards them just replacing him. It Possibility,
1: but but so. I don't see KO as a permanent replacement as part no. of this group. So oh no, I don't see why they would do it that way. I think well, Big E can come back and be a permanent part of that group. I don't think Kevin Owens can be. And I don't Owens, think he's going to be permanent. And, and, but... and, 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 and I don't know if this was intentional. And maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm just the old school wrestling guy and me reading into this. There was a moment after they got that win where Owens went to raise Kofi's hand and for just the slightest second before he raised his hand, he stopped and looked at the title. yep, And then raised his hand. And lest us not forget Owens was the guy Vince, who didn't want Kofi in the match, said was deserving of the title over him. Mm-hmm.
2: Th- this is all playing into the Kevin Owens turn on Kofi. Oh, plus, yeah. it, plus, let's not forget, it's also in line with his character because he turned right. on Sami Zayn when he had the championship.
1: So. Exactly. Yes, he,
0: did. Exactly. Yes, he and, did. And Chris Jericho. And yep. you have yep. the
2: real life
1: story that WrestleMania was supposed to be Kevin Owens' moment, and Kofi mm-hmm. sort of took it away from him. So he
3: can run with that.
1: It's all fucking right there for that. So I hundred percent think that's gone
2: All right, all right. So over on Raw, <laughs> I'm going to intro it for you because I know you to say We we proceeded to have the debut of a new team, and. I have never had like my emotions go from one end of the spectrum so quickly to the other, <laughs> as when the music hits, and the War Raiders came out, and suddenly I looked at the Titan and went, what? <laughs> and then I proceeded to hear, ladies and gentlemen, this is the NXT Tag Team Champions, Eric and Ivar, The Viking Experience. Jason, take it away.
1: I I want to know what Sal thinks about this.
3: Um, So, quick story. As I'm I'm, I'm watching Raw, (laughs) I hear the music, similar, and I didn't notice the titantron. So I was just like, oh shit, they're calling up, they're calling them up, and then they did the flash of their nameplate across, and I just went, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) It stopped everything that I had dead in my tracks Cause I was just very confused. I didn't know why they did this. Um, and I was still on the side of, okay, f- let's just forget about it. You know, they're here. It's awesome. This is a great moment. They're on raw. Uh, they got the win and the eight man, but every time I wanted to forget about it, Michael Cole kept saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can you just not say their name and just let me enjoy this tag team on Raw? Um, that that's pretty much it. That was that was my story on that.
1: <sighs> so you got all upset about not being able to share?
3: No, no, no. I just <laughs> I'm more confused than I am mad. I think a lot of people like were very mad.
0: Go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Look, yours yours is going to be more in depth than mine, so let me just speak mine. Um <laughs> it's a fucking joke. So apparently they were scrambling to get a name that day and they came up with that garbage hot garbage name The Viking Experience which come to find out that is a exhibit at a um some museum or something and it's literally called The Viking Experience Incorporated or something. Their fucking social media lit the fuck up, and they—I <laughs> believe they—I believe they tweeted toward WWE and said, "Hey, thanks for the exposure." Sounds like the shit in awful. Like the Vikings fan, I don't mind the, the 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 names. I don't I don't mind those. They're a little yeah. different, but
2: I have a problem with WWE superstar Eric.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well when you put it that way very fucking valid point right there um oh god I mean I I was when I first heard because I didn't watch it live when I first heard the news break I was like awesome for Todd great guy but let him enjoy it for the first 24 hours before please, what
2: is it please explain to the audience who Todd is?
0: Oh, Todd is uh, Ivar. So mm-hmm. let him enjoy it. Especially like all the people that know him and have worked in indie shows around here with him. Let the guy fucking enjoy it before you go shitting on it. The guy just debuted on Raw. Let him enjoy it. Don't crap on it. Like, and, and I said that all over the place, but uh, I'm happy that they came up, but God, that name's fucking awful. WWE Superstar Eric. You just fucking ruined it for me, Troy. <laughs> so bad. Um, but uh, yes, the name sucks, but hey, they got called up. Congratulations to them. Um, your thoughts? Greeny. Yeah,
1: I just said everything I was going
0: to say, so I'm done. Really? No. So. (laughs) That's fucking rare.
1: um, So, my entire household, my wife, my son, they've all been fortunate to to meet Todd and and see him and and know that I've worked with them. And needless to say, War Machine, War Raiders uh, have been huge, huge favorites in my house. Um, We all jumped up and down. When they won the NXT titles at Takeover, it was a huge scream in my house uh, of happiness. So imagine we're sitting here watching Raw, <laughs> and I'm sort of I'm sort of half paying attention because I'm on my tablet, and I hear music, and it's doesn't even register, and I look up and I'm, holy shit! Like we all screamed like what the, we screamed over the original intro.
3: Yep.
1: And then as they're making their way to the ring, I just out of the, like, sort of to the side, hear Michael Cole say Eric and Ivar. Which, by the way, they screwed up Hanson's name about four. They pronounced it about four different ways in that match.
3: <laughs> Ivar!
1: So, so I don't think they were 100% <laughs> even on what it was. Um, and I stopped and said, well, w- wait a second. Hold- The fucking Viking experience? (laughs) The fuck is this? Now, I also took to social media, because I want to do that, and I have a lot of friends who also know Todd and have worked with him closely, Um, and I was curious on their thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Um None of them were too flattered by the idea. Uh, Ginger, you know, t- to Ginger's point,
0: um,
1: couldn't be fucking happier
0: exactly. for Todd.
1: And if you don't know Todd and know Todd's story, you don't understand necessarily how fucking... Like, like, this is not a kid who grew up wanting anything except this. Like... It was always WWE or I'm not going to feel like I did it. Uh, you could have held a New Japan tag title 700 times. If he never made it to WWE, it would have never felt like the dream was fulfilled uh, for Todd. That said, um, I, I, me being me, I happened to... Uh, I sent Todd a message that night. <laughs> I said, dude, I couldn't be fucking happier for you. I... I Everything outside of the name is fucking great. And, of course, true. I don't want to get into anything that he said, but, of course, Todd being Todd was fucking messaging me back by the next morning, and I'm sure his fucking phone was swamped, so that just the kind of person he fucking is. Uh, makes an attempt to get back to everybody in some way, shape, or form. That's just the dude that Todd is. Um, I, I'm fucking thrilled for Todd. Ugh. I am. And I've been on... This show, and I, I, I've I, defended the notion of shortening names or taking a name away from time to time. Sure. And, and I think there are situations where it's not a big deal. I don't think it was a big deal for Andrade. I think it sucked for Mustafa Ali. I think it, it varies from person to person. In this particular case, you're talking there's a couple things at play here first off you're talking about a team that currently holds the nxt tag team championships as the war raiders you're running video packages on <clears throat> television this week about the war raiders they are on tv wearing t-shirts that say the war raiders <laughs> they're being referred to on nxt as hansen and roe i'd even be okay and i think somebody mentioned this but i, I felt the same way I would be okay if it was Hanson and Rowe, the Viking experience. I could learn to live with that. Right. These guys are established national talents. <clears throat> These are not some dudes that they pulled out of the NFL and they are bringing up that nobody fucking knows. Changing the name one time to War Raiders from War Machine when they came in. Okay, fine. Now, in the span of less than a year, you're changing their name twice and changing their individual name. And I don't... You could have given them the coolest fucking name in the world. You didn't, but you could have. And it wouldn't have made a fucking difference to my, my problem with it. My problem with it isn't even the names. It's that you've set these guys up for failure already. You have given them a name at this point that makes them seem like a joke. Not the dominant fucking punch-you-in-the-mouth physical force that they should be. <coughs> Instead, to, to somebody's point, they feel like an act from a fucking Ren All Right. That's not what's going to endear them. I understand how it happened. I understand Vince doesn't like the word war, and we know that because he's changed. Raw is war. Didn't want it on there. And I understand once you're going to be Viking experience. I can see it. I can see the fucking meeting. Well, goddamn, if we're going to call him a Viking experience, their names need to sound more like Vikings. Hanson and Rowe doesn't work. Eric, Eric the Red. That was a Viking. I said we need another Viking. That's the way this happened. I 100% guarantee you. That's the way this whole fucking (laughs) thing happened.
3: Um, So. Well, the, Not the, to interrupt I'll- you, but two things, real quick. Just on that point. Um, I know Vince doesn't like the word war. I know he's got a lot of sponsors he's got to worry about. But he just introduced a gunshot into Ricochet's entrance theme. For no fucking reason. Why, you know... Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, exactly. We're We're going to do that, but we're going to remove the word war. And if you have such an issue with the word war change it when they first signed their deal with NXT. Because if you were going to brand them as War Raiders for a year, you could have branded them as something else to start their but, WWE career.
1: But that just speaks to those those people who have had the debate and the discussion about Vince has his hands off of NXT, that speaks to that. He, had, he, he didn't give a shit. He let Paul name him what he wanted to. They took War Machine out because... There's some copyright issues related to that, so they went with War Raiders. That was Paul's call, 100%. Because if it was Vince's, it wouldn't have been that. Um, I, I just... I love Todd. Todd is one of my favorite people that I've ever worked with, and I sort of feel as good as their in-ring work is, and they are legitimately one of the best tag teams in the world. Mm-hmm. I fear... <coughs> that this type of hokiness right off the bat is going to prevent them from being put in a position to be where they should be. And that worries me for Todd. Uh, and Ro. Ro. We're all sitting here talking about how great Ro, Todd is. Ro's a fucking great dude, too. Right?
0: <laughs> right. I, I,
1: um, I just don't have the same personal relationship with Ro. Uh, I think Todd I think uh, Troy wants to say something.
2: So, John, on the side, uh, with the reminder, Ember Moon is referred
3: to as the War Goddess. Was referred to. I don't think I heard
0: that recently. Yeah, she just said her new nickname. Um, oh, the uh, Yes, the She's Sheenom. been a
1: Sheenom for a while. The Warrior Goddess, NXT, I think too. is what they but call it. The War it. Goddess, I don't know. I believe so, it's the Warrior Goddess in NXT.
2: I just, I, mean it and I just Googled it, and she comes up as the War Goddess Ember Moon. But anyways... Um, yeah, I mean, you've also got a guy who's fin- who has a setup move called the drive-by, and you have another guy <laughs> from, who used to do a curb stomp, which I understand that they have changed the name on it now, but there's other things that uh, are an issue than if they're the war raiders. And then, Wait, have they changed the name? Of what? Don't they still call it the curb stomp? No, it's just a stomp
3: they will oh not my. say the word curb
2: <laughs> just, it's just called the stomp now. okay I'm just hearing stomp okay so yeah I mean it's its the same kind of thing but you know we talk about these NXT guys that come up and, and some of them have got their names changed obviously Ali is now their Elias was Elias Samson you know down there. Oh, he yeah, was also so the drifter and that? That. but it wasn't a complete rebrand like it was on, the, on this kind of thing you know um, the last time we really seen like a complete rebrand from NXT to the main roster was Jinder Mahal when he was a member of three M B, where he was a normal character down at NXT and then came up and was a brand new character. Or Fandango was another example of that where they yeah, just randomly crazy. changed his name and gave him a new gimmick because he was Johnny Curtis one day and then the next day he was Fandango on in the main roster. Um and none of those people I just said have worked out. So <laughs> It it sucks because yeah I'm I'm a big fan of them um, and yeah WWE changed uh, a, a little bit of them because they were Warbeard Warbeard Hansen and Raymond Rowe and it became Hansen and Rowe and now they're Eric and Ivar which yeah the the tag team name you could get over the completely changing their their for their actual shoot names is kind of weird. Um, yeah. so unless we have something else that anyone wants to say about two, the two writers. real
3: quick things about that um, one it was reported on PW Insider that they were going to go with the berserkers up till three or four o'clock in the afternoon which I would have hated that less yeah, still hate I, I would have <laughs> hated that less but I, I I understand like oh we already had a berserker back in the 90s we really I
1: wonder if again. John Nord getting arrested recently played
3: a role in Probably. not doing that Probably. But the second thing is, we have, and I know, like you, to to Jason's point, Vince doesn't give a shit about NXT, but Velveteen Dream's whole thing is, his whole gimmick is the experience. So now, is he not going to be able to use that when he gets called up? Because
0: we've already gotten
3: experience,
0: so. Mm. I can't really answer that one. But I do have a point myself. So when the music hit, the crowd popped. When they said the name almost silence. Go back oh and watch my. it again.
1: God Cole, do you recognize that? It's the ambiguously gay black sensation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Speaking of Cole... Former NXT
2: you know, North American champion! Geez. Well, we'll see... Yeah, we, we will see That's what
0: never happens... never gonna
1: with... fit on
2: a side plate. No. Jesus Christ. We'll, we'll see what happens when Purple Peter arrives, but...
0: Uh... Purple Peter, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Cole's looking old.
2: He is old. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that.
0: That's all. Now <laughs> we... says gay
3: Titus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback, folks.
1: Oh, shit. For long time fan. Purple Bender...
2: Smat is also says the cerebral assassin, the legend killer, the king slayer, <laughs> but we hate using the word war, the,
3: the beast, beast slayer, slayer now. is
2: the beast slayer now, but there's still slayer in his name. It's still a, a violent connotation. to this. <laughs>
1: There's never any logic to Vince's shit like this. I mean, the, actually, I, I, this is something that nobody's really brought up. Becky two belts is a thing, and yeah. we know he fucking hates calling them belts. Yeah, they're fucking titles, pal, not belts. Belts (laughs) are hold their pants up. But Becky Two Belts is okay. And the Iconics went out and said their belts were better. So this is Mm -hmm. a thing that this is actually a tremendous departure from Vince's approach before. This is the thing. There's no logic behind it, and he changes it on the fucking fly. It would not even the least fucking bit surprise me to tune into Raw on Monday and see the War Raiders fucking Hanson and Rowe come out.
2: Yeah. Well, let's not let's not forget too that uh, there was a story that known piece of shit Chris Jericho told, where when when Wait, they he brought
1: he hot soaps gimmick or? yeah, well he <laughs> steals everyone's gimmick. Okay.
2: Uh, he made he made a reference to the fact that uh, when Gene Snitsky uh, first appeared, and they said, and and they they said he's going by Gene Snitsky, and Jericho's like, okay, where'd you come up with that name? Was, well, that's his name, pal. It's like. Yeah, but everybody that you've come in, you've come up with nickname and different names for. Now all of a sudden we're calling it. We're calling John Cena, Gene Snitsky. Everyone gets their real names, and then he went back to having everyone have fake names again. So
3: yeah, yeah. For a while, everybody was using their real names. Yeah, <laughs> he's an uh, old, senile, crazy fuck. He really is. I mean, that's ten, the that
2: was line. ten years ago when he was doing weird shit.
3: <laughs> he's always doing weird shit, but. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, one quick thing Superstar Shakeup related, because you mentioned it, Troy, that um, Braun maybe should have gone to SmackDown. From what I've read originally, that was the plan. And when they changed their mind on Braun moving, that's when they changed their mind on Lars and put him on SmackDown because they didn't want the two of them on the right. same brand because they're too similar. Oh, right. So that was why originally Lars was labeled as a Raw superstar and then changed to SmackDown. It was because they changed their mind on moving Braun.
3: <laughs> so and why run the um why run the program with him and Joe the week before? <laughs>
1: John says uh, Jericho's also currently stealing Yokozuna's gimmick.
0: <laughs> so God. I saw this tweet that somebody tweeted at Live Sullivan. Oh, it God. said, oh, Are you the baby that Gene Snitsky pucked it? <laughs> <Absolutely laughs> he absolutely is. Yeah. He
3: absolutely yeah. is.
0: Oh, and, God. And, and I will
1: say, and I mentioned this I think, I mentioned this in the host thread and Troy brought it up on revisited. It was incredibly refreshing. To see Finn Balor hit the coup de grace without hearing the phrase drop zone. Like, yep. oh my God. It, it's yep. so much nicer on SmackDown. He but said I feel that like drop
3: Tom zone. almost said it. Like, when he was, because Corey said something like, oh, look, look what position he's in. And and, and I thought Tom was about to say it, and that's I'm like, oh, fuck. He's going to do it. Corey,
1: Corey's used to setting it up for the fucking walking yeah. for Cole. Yeah, that's true. Marketing <laughs> machine there. <sighs> God damn. Right. The barbarian of branding, Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. So See the
3: excellent. barbarians. That would have been better. Anyway.
2: Didn't <laughs> they there was already a team called the barbarians.
1: Yeah, like 30 years ago. All right. whatever. else? No, that was one guy. He was part of the war. He was the warlord and the barbarian, the powers of pain.
3: Also the barbarian in Ming. They were the faces of fear.
1: But anyway. Right. Neither one was called the barbarians
2: for the team name. Jason. <laughs> Yes, Troy. What's going on down in uh, Beverly, Massachusetts there? Uh,
1: Well, what's going on is that Pro Wrestling returns to Beverly, Massachusetts (laughs) as Elk Mania kicks off its 2019 event series on April 27th for... What's up, Danger? I don't know if Danger is an individual or if they're just... (laughs) uh, In the main event, Ring of Honor's Tough Guy, Inc., Brutal Bob Evans, and Tough Tim Hughes... You've watched a lot of Ring of Honor. Have you seen that team on Ring of Honor anytime recently?
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't recognize I, mean, I know of those Bob.
1: people. <laughs> I know Bob, but he hasn't been on Ring of Honor TV in quite a while. I
2: I feel like I would remember somebody named Tough Tim. There would definitely be jokes <laughs> made about a guy named Tough Tim.
1: So anyway, <laughs> no, they will never, be defending the next three tag guys. team titles against the Middlesex Express... Stephen Broad and Stephen Lust. I'm assuming with Chad Epic, as Chad Epic doesn't go anywhere without those guys. Uh, I'm, I'm not just gonna wait. Read, yeah, I'm not going to read the fucking storyline behind it. You can check out their pay per view if you want to. They, their fucking website or whatever. If you want to follow the storylines. Uh, reserved front are, <laughs> reserve front row seats are page. I know. Reserved front row seats are fifteen dollars online, only advanced general mission tickets are ten dollars when purchased online and at Silver Moon Comics Collectibles in Salem Mass or the Paper Asylum in Beverly Mass. They are twelve dollar general admission tickets that will be on sale out the door. Why do we do the rest of the card after the fucking ticket price? You need to start editing this shit, Adam. Stop just copying and pasting. Jesus Christ. Also on the card, Bay State Gold is on the line when current champion Derek Conway defends against the main state posse's Alexander Lee, one of Elkmania's most popular wrestlers, Insane Dick Lane, will defend the All-Star Championship against the Masshole Mike McCarthy. Uh says so a good chance you going to have a dick versus a mass hole.
2: Sorry, it jumped out of me. Uh, Elkmania is considered to be the oh, house. Please, please, somebody record some of the commentary for that, because I want to hear things like "Dick getting on top of asshole." <laughs> <laughs> really, really, laying into, into asshole there. Oh, he's pounding a asshole <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs>
2: Dick, was Dick, just getting that penetration on asshole. Showing
1: no mercy to the asshole tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Dick came Jeez. right over the top of mass asshole there. <laughs> Continue.
0: Pokes oh. him in the eye.
2: <laughs> He's got that
1: abdominal. He's really stretching out the hole here. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: shit. Oh, God. Alkmania is considered to be the house of Derek Simonetti. However, can he stop the rampage of Wildman Congo... Who wants to turn Simonetti's house into his own concrete jungle? That is quite Derek Simonetti's taking on Wild Man Congo in this event. Okay.
2: Uh this he's event going, He's going to level a dude's house? Is that what that is? <laughs> like he's going to get into a cat earth mover and level a guy's house.
1: Derek Simonetti <laughs> will take his property by imminent domain. <laughs>
2: Oh, this event is a this, fundraiser. This is for... why we stopped doing RCCW, all right? Like... <laughs> this event is a fundraiser
1: for LifeBridge North Shore. LifeBridge's mission is to end the crisis of homelessness. And
2: again, Well, I take know. time at Eric Simonetti's house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all this and so much more going down in Beverly, Mass. On April 27th. This was the last time we're going to read this way, because we're going to edit the shit out of this for next week's week. It's gonna be Sal! Four that matches. was a fucking copy and paste job and a half. Thanks, Seriously, Adam. Honestly, Jesus Christ. Editing, people. Editing. Come on.
3: Saturday, May 18th, Brew City Wrestling presents Retribution from the Elks Lodge 400 in Wau- Waukesha, Wisconsin. Ringside tickets are $20.18 advance on BrewCityWrestling1.com. Doors open at 645. Bell time is 730. See Swaggle as well as ROH Stars, the Bouncers, Plus, the stars of Bruce City Wrestling Live matches to be announced soon. Come
1: see Ring of Honor as they gentrify the neighborhood of Bear Country. (laughs) Ginger?
0: Lucky Pro Wrestling presents Stampede Mayhem on Saturday, May 18th at the Wendell P. Clark Memorial YMCA, 155 Central Street in Winchenden? Is, is that how you pronounce it? W- Winkenden? Mass? W- it's Wichenden. W- yes,
3: it's Wichenden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wichenden, man, whatever. Wichenden, Mass. Doors open at 6.30pm. Live wrestling at 7.30pm. Tickets for this event are just $15. <sighs> On the website, www.luckyprowrestling.com slash html.
1: Oh, you fucking said .HTML, you asshole. <laughs>
0: Main event, tag team action, LPW champion Vern Vikello and Royce Bishop with Danica versus the WWE legend, Mr. Hughes and Kellen Thomas.
1: Well, you we're throwing around the word legend very liberally here, I think.
0: <laughs> okay. Although- hey. I'm just reading it man
1: Given the last <laughs> cut and paste that Adam did I sort of expected this to say It was just last month that Vern Vicalo was in the break room Getting a cup of coffee When <laughs> Kellen <laughs> Thomas walked in And tripped over his foot A complaint was filed with HR And the only way they can settle it Is in a light tube fuckery match
2: <laughs> You think
0: this is about coffee?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> Continue. proceeds help fund the clark ymca's building brighter futures annual campaign scheduled to appear lpw women's champion adira impact wrestling's alicia edwards shake
1: cash alicia 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 every fucking time alicia. you people it's alicia we call her lish that's her fucking nickname it's hey. alicia
0: hey hey Impact Wrestling's Alicia Edwards. (laughs) I hope
1: hope we never bring her to APW, because she'll kick you in the balls
0: for that. I I think she is actually booked uh, the next one, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I cannot confirm. Sweatboy, Christopher James, Dan Terry, Isana, Isana, Ronnie Ribbs, Ava Everett, Isana, Ava, Ava, Everett. There's
1: no reason to be fucking that one up. That one's easy.
0: Well, if you (laughs) shut the fuck up and let me read it. (laughs) It's
1: more fun (laughs) when you're rattled.
0: Stampede Battle Royal with the winner receiving the Wichita Cup and a hard knocks title match at LPW Fall Frenzy on Saturday night, September 14th at the Clinton Mass Elks Hall.
2: Sunday, August 18th, ICW presents Insane 8 Deathmatch Tournament 2019 from the Lepica Lounge. A 1 p.m. bell time with a 12.30 door open. The Insane 8 VIP show meet and greet. 3 p.m. Four bonus matches plus autographs and picks with the entire Insane 8 wrestler er, roster before they all get put into caskets. Insane 8 deathmatch tournament begins at 4.20. <laughs> 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 Already announced. The Insane 8 themselves. Along with the drunken master of ceremonies, the Necro Butcher. The 2018. Is he have a pizza Insane. with people this time? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he's here. Uh, so yet again, the ICW Alternative title will be defended in this tournament. Uh, the eight participants are 2018 Insane 8 winner Oren veet Schlack, Marcus Crane, Matt Tremont, Alex Cologne, Dan O'Hare, Jimmy Lloyd, and
3: Nick fucking Cage. Gage, sorry.
2: Is that the
1: guy the, that tried to kill... Uh, what's this fuck there?
3: Uh former WCW champion. If yeah. you get his name? David um, Yes. Probably. Um
2: the first round stipulation will be a fans bring the weapons, everything the sick ICW fans bring. Uh a
1: doors build. Do they build. have to
2: actually build it
1: is like maybe. I don't know. Is that to be uh, that like woodworking class?
2: Well, considering the rest of these matches, uh doors of death, four doors of gusset plate, barbed wire, light tubes and cheese graters barbed wire madness bats boards and chairs frozen tundra four corners of glass dry ice with different kinds of glass in each corner the second round will be a tlct a tax ladders chairs and tubes match a lego's Legos electrified tubes match and the finals is a no rope bar barbed wire ultimate insanity match where something from every match in the night will be added into ultimate insanity.
1: So
3: I'm guaranteed so, to see
2: Legos. Can, can you imagine like you you
1: you're the guy that loses the Legos slash electrified tube <sighs> match uh-huh. and you go up to the promoter afterwards and he's like, You know, I'm sorry, pal, the house is a little light. I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a nice. Hot dog in a handshake to that yeah. guy. <laughs>
2: I just, I just feel for the janitorial staff.
0: Seriously, oh my like, god!
2: Like not only, not only do you have to clean up Legos and shards of glass, but you have to clean up what I assume is numerous inexplicable body parts and blood,
3: oh, just like fluid.
2: That's <laughs> semen, I'd imagine. I'm sure. I'm sure. Orinbead seems like the type who would come as soon as he gashes somebody's throat <laughs> that's open. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, that does it for the rundown for this Thursday, April 18, 2019. You can rate us, which, we, which has not happened, in two years. So go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever the fuck you can find us and rate us five stars or whatever the fuck you want to do, and we will read your reviews on air. You can leave a comment on our, um, on our post here on rundownwrestling.com, and we will read that shit, too. You can follow us on Twitter at Network. You can like us on Facebook. Yes. Oh, you're just looking for it. Uh, Facebook.com shows Rundown Wrestling. Email to show your dick pics by e- wrestling at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram.com slash Rundown Wrestling. YouTube.com slash Rundown Wrestling. Uh, we've had up to, I think, seven people watching tonight live. Uh, I'm not sure how many we're watching through the website as well, but every Thursday we go live on YouTube now. We bring that gimmick back. Leave us a voicemail at 617-863-6967. That's 61-Rundown-7. We are also on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash wrestling to become a Patreon. Uh, this week, we had a brand new show, uh, TakeOver Salvation, where Sal is reviewing every single takeover, starting with the ones that aren't called takeover. Uh, so, Sal, tell us a little bit more about your brand new Patreon exclusive show.
3: So, yeah, episode one dropped yesterday. It was covering on NXT Anchor. Arrival. It was covering NXT Arrival. <laughs> hey, I told you, Anchor pays pretty good. A hot dog, no. a handy, and a no pizza coaster, a Mandy. They <laughs> <don't pay laughs> anything. So I uh, I took on NXT Arrival, and it's going to be a Patreon series. So if you donate, you will be able to have access to that series, and we'll hit up the takeover that's after Arrival, which I think is actually called TakeOver. You're wrong. Uh,
2: listen to our friends, the Kingpin, Brian Malone and Mike Rocket on the wrestling podcast That's, about nothing Oh, we got to new- change that. That's the brawler, Brian Malonis. Sorry, the brawler, Brian Malones and Mike Rocket on the wrestling podcast about nothing with new podcasts every Monday. Go to Facebook.com, show or the WPN.com. Check out our website, rundownwrestling.com, for information on all of our great shows, such as, such as the Nature Media Podcast, Hurry Up and Cruise to Wait... Making the Great, NXT Revisited, uh, and WrestleMania Salvation. What are you laughing about?
1: I don't know. Apparently Sal thinks I can't look at the fucking screen while he's doing shit.
3: I could see you doing shit on the screen too, asshole.
2: Check out a friend, Justin Michaels, on the show, Yes, On Waltz. Go to yeslonwaltz.com or, or watch it on your Roku through the RNTV app or the 24-7 Retro app. And follow our hosts on Twitter at Stewart 920 at Troy. At Wrestlemania Sal. It's
1: actually WrestleWrestleMania. <laughs> what?
3: It's Wrestle WrestleMania Sal.
1: No, it's Wrestlemania Sal. It's not
3: what it says. You fucking changed it!
2: Okay, well, I'm not saying that because I have an archive to copy on my thing, so...
3: It's Anchormania uh, Sal.
2: Okay, Anchormania Sal. Realist Tommy, Johnny Analog, Ginger19876, and Hurry Up Cruiser. Thanks to everyone for listening. You know, if you're not reading these changes we make, it sort of screws up the whole gimmick we got going. I, I wasn't. I don't. I, I thought it was going to update on my on my tablet, and hasn't been doing that. So. Clearly, I
0: don't. Uh, I you don't. Know, I
1: go it. through all the effort to throw porn star Twitter handles on here for you, Troy, and you don't know, even fucking read them. It's just. I, I feel
0: Tonight's like. Tonight's a pretty good one. She's one of my faves.
1: Right?
2: Okay.
0: But go ahead, Ginger, you read it.
2: Yeah. why don't you go ahead and read it?
0: At Riley Reed X3.
2: Actually, that is a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our patrons for showing up in the Smethers' Lounge, Mike Smethers and John Benerick. Uh You guys did an awesome job tonight, kept us entertained, and uh, kept things very light and fun in there. Uh, thanks to Jason.
0: Thanks, uh, Troy.
2: Sal. Thanks, Troy. Ginger.
0: Thanks, Troy.
2: Thanks to Jason for our theme song and for editing the shit. And thanks again to you, Sal, for your years of service to the rundown, and good luck on your new Anchor Podcast, Salvation Takeover. No problem. Next week, we continue to pleasure ourselves (laughs) with pictures of beautiful women.
1: So I guess that means we'll see you next Thursday.
3: We will see your ass next time. Holla holla.
1: Bye-bye. Hot sauce!